0: Listen, I'm not trying to hammer the the Eagles. They're a really fucking good team. There's a reason they're ten and two off a Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. I have nothing but respect and admiration for this team, and they're going to be in every game they play. But the one yesterday, if you play that way and you go to Candlestick or you host them at the NFC Championship, it's going to go a lot. Uh, it's going to go the same way if you don't fix some of these problems.
1: Welcome to the Green Light Podcast. A big recap ahead for you. The 49ers came into Philly and took their revenge. They beat the Eagles. We talk about what the Eagles need to do to get right. The Lions took care of business, although the Saints came back and really gave them a game. They reset their controller, as Kyle mentioned. Texans and the Broncos had a battle that might be a preview in the AFC wildcard. And Jordan Love absolutely balls in Green Bay last night. A career day for him. Some unquestionable uh, calls. We talk about those, as was the whole internet. And we get into our America's teams, which will feature a lot of college football, Florida State, Alabama. And we hit, obviously, our Miller Light moments and preview tonight's game. So stay tuned for all that. Please enjoy. After today's show, we will catch you Wednesday.
0: Hit the layup line, Reed. Louder.
2: I like the- louder.
3: Louder. Louder. I don't even know what this is. No idea.
2: Yeah. Who's this? Sting? I
3: can't the the police? Bono? Is it Sunday, bloody Sunday?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and you get to turn it off. You don't have to do a flight home from that game, at least, Chris. You can just rest up. You know, there's no long flight back. San Francisco, at least, they got to take that long flight back. Not on a regional, though. They're going back to Silicon Valley, Chris. Yeah, Chiefs got to fly
0: back. (laughs) Yeah, they're chilling, bro. All right, so.
3: Anyways, this
0: sucks. I don't want to be here. This is miserable, okay? The Chiefs lost last night. But it was great. It was beautiful. cost my family a bunch of money. Um, The Eagles lost. didn't cost my family as much money. I...
3: Is that because uh, you oh, you just knew there? Yeah,
0: I kind of knew, dude. I kind of knew, so I teased them and you know that didn't work out either because I thought, yeah, there's no way the Eagles lose by more than 10. I know they're not covering, right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the deal Wrong. Like, yeah, wrong um, guys just, I know you don't like hearing about my gambling, but it's a backdrop for where we are and it's really not even about that. I got to go to Philly today, so we gotta hurry up and get this show Man. in. I got I got to go do a charity dinner in Philly for the Chris Long Foundation. Check us out um, online. Hey, uh, it doesn't get much worse than that, does it, Kyle? For our two former teams, you know, no, it doesn't. So we're going to talk about the big losses, (laughs) Philly. I wanted to wear. I brought a fucking black. I would say they
3: were not the same type of loss, but no, they weren't. I'll let you roll with this one. But I will
0: say, Kyle, like. (laughs) they have the same chance of winning the super bowl. You, that you're right about. Actually, you guys might have less of a chance. You you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue that. Because there is no San Francisco in the in the AFC. That's the whole thing that gives you guys Somebody's
3: got to beat San Francisco up for this AFC
0: matchup. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get into this, but uh, I I brought a black blazer in because i was like yeah i'm wearing all
2: put it on Uh, i'm wearing it on but
0: then i realized the fucking niners did the whole thing and i don't want to get screen grabbed looking like i'm standing with chase young well if you can't beat them join them right so i got sunglasses on i don't even want to make eye contact with anybody i'm just miserable today so we're going to get into America's teams. How about we do yep. that, get this
3: show on the road? America's teams. I'll get us started here with the America's teams. Welcome to week 14, ladies and gentlemen. It was quite a slate. It's a, a lot of shuffling on the America's teams list. Number one, San Francisco. Road Warriors, underappreciated quarterback, non-superstar Brandon Ayuk out there making plays as well. Looking at Kyle Shanahan making adjustments after a slow start. Love them. Number one, best team in football, most complete roster in the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers. Number two, you know who I love? Nick Saban. Always have. His guys love him. They give yeah. him real hugs in post-game interviews. They do love him. On the field, you can see that. Yeah. Like when he's like, my guy right here did a great job. The guy gives him a big hug. Like It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a real hug, Nate. Like these guys yeah. love him. Nick Saban, Alabama, Crimson Tide, Rodam Tide. I'm so happy they beat Georgia because Georgia's just become the annoying SEC team fan base. I walked into a bar on Saturday to watch the game. It happened to be a Georgia bar. And the fans there were just they were kind of dickheads. Really? Men and women. Really? They were very pompous. Very. Go pompous. dogs. How so go dogs. I mean. was so happy that Alabama won that game. Um So, number two, Alabama-America's teams.
0: How about about all of a sudden we're we're rooting for the Tide? And, yeah, RT, RT. I've always kind of secretly been rooting for the Tide, though. You know, like, how about us rooting for the Tide in an SEC championship game? That's how much things have changed. It's great. We don't need the other team in the playoff.
3: And it led us to the screenshot of the coach from Florida State and Kirby Smart in the Zoom call. For the uh, whatever bowl, the Mm -hmm. the left-out bowl. Uh, So, number three, Houston Texans. They beat the Red Hot Broncos at home. C.J. Stroud, another great game. Obviously, Tank Dell getting carted off awful for this team. But, look, Nico Collins, Noah Brown, you've got guys out there. And then on the defense, they look good. You talk about a team that got the most out of return for their young uh, draft stock, Mm -hmm. and they did it, and they've looked great. Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Felt like a world-was-watching type game last night. Sometimes in these primetime games, you're checked out early because of how the games are going. But it was a shootout. I mean, I looked at Kate on the couch, and I was like, this is a fucking great game. Like, mm-hmm. This is vintage. Patrick Mahomes, never been to Lambeau Field. Uh, but Green Bay, the fans in particular, Jordan Love, stepped up in primetime to get after one of the young goats. Uh, coming out party, national introduction to Jordan, and a lot of people flowing in those uh, apology letters, right? Mm-hmm. Not me. Not you. You liked him. I've always liked from him. From the beginning. Yeah. Well, you didn't offer him a scholarship. Utah State was the only one to do that. No, you're right. It would have been good if we could use him So you beginning. retract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Florida State. Unconquered, yet unincluded. Yes. Is that it?
0: Yes. Okay. You sure you don't want to take uh, me and my high school buddies drunk at the bar Betting the Iowa over uh, points total. No, you stole the Packers from me. Okay, uh, number one, America's team. Me and my high school buddies going to the bar for no reason. Betting Iowa like three ways, not like big, but you know when you and your high school buddies are together, uh, you act stupid, Dump you do things stupid happen. things. Then a bunch of thirty-eight-year-old men guttural screams every time Iowa got a first down in this bar and people are looking at it, it's like what the fuck is wrong with these guys well these guys all decided to get drunk at four o'clock in the afternoon we all got a hall pass for the second half of the Bama game stuck around and uh bet Iowa money line we talked ourselves into a little bit of Iowa, Iowa money line and then uh over six and a half points which could happen in one play you know a lot of people yeah. are teasing me online for saying that I bet that and it's the biggest sucker bet Of the century, I know. Um, (laughs) That's what was fun about it. It was like any play, it could have gone the distance. So, uh, we'd get over midfield, and I'd have a friend yelling, uh, "Enemy territory!" Like that's the kind of night it was. Uh, So, America's team, everybody that was on Iowa, uh, you were all that was the softball guys. All brave souls. It was Mike, Kenny, Ben,
3: myself, Tom. This is like the peak of intellect. This is yeah, (laughs) fucking
0: a bunch of. Bunch of sharps here. So, so we, Couple so guys
3: in camo shirts, sure bad tattoos, bent all, yeah,
0: all over. it was bad, dude. Guys can't dress, guys can't, can't bet. We're the old guys at the bar. Um, no, but I, uh, I guess I'll add in the Packers, you know, to, to echo what you said, like. The, the football is better when the Packers are good. When Lambeau Field is a tough place to play Amen. on Sunday night, that it is better for football. Like it, you know, with all the bad primetime games we've had to get Kansas City <laughs> and and to get uh the Packers who are playing like a playoff team right now. Yeah. I mean like as bad as that crushed me, uh <laughs> trying to close out three, four teasers, at the end of the day I tip my cap to Jordan Love and to to, to LaFleur and to, to to that defense and you know, like they as much as we're going to make it about Kansas City in about five minutes, it should also be about Green Bay because Quad that's Zilla. a good football team that two weeks in a row they've beaten playoff teams with three, four losses near the top of their conferences.
3: And didn't just beat them in a rock fight. We're talk. They about jumped you know, out on them.
2: They you, jumped out on them. They attacked them. I have something for you to look at. Yeah, if you go back and watch that game, watch unfortunately how many people get hurt trying to tackle Quadzilla. Oh, God, dude. The guy's huge. <laughs> like, and then just to think about Green Bay, like we talk about all the time, when it starts to get cold, if you could run the ball, you have degrees. someone, like, just as a defense, just thinking about that mentally, like, damn, like, we're yeah. going to have to ta- try to tackle this guy 20 to 25 I don't even times. have Aaron
0: Jones. <laughs> I mean, this team – Team's not bad. I just yeah. wanted to shout them out. We'll talk about them again in a minute. Uh, and then lastly, the committee, the college football playoff committee, because they're doing the dirty work. Like, nobody wants to make this decision. I'll just say this. This isn't a college football show. I'm not a college football analyst. But I think they got it right. It, it was the best combination of all the factors that you look at. Because, you know, like, if, if you
3: – in a vacuum it's wrong but they got it right.
0: Well, no, it, listen. That's okay. There's always going to be a power 5 champion left out. That's the way it's designed. This is a this is a flawed system. You want if you want every year to to feel like everybody got in, go to an 18 team playoff, go to a 12 team playoff and this would have been the year that actually would have been pretty interesting. And I always say that because the first round of these college football playoffs and hopefully not this year customarily blowouts. OK, so I mean, like you, you want more good games in the college football playoff, put more teams in. You think it's going to be different this year. I, I do think it might be different this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I don't even know what he's doing, but yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's supposed to be closer. Um, you know, like, listen, here's the problem. If you say you want the best four teams on the field and you're happy that you got that, mm-hmm. you, you really didn't get that, right? Because Georgia's better than, like, Washington. Uh-huh. And, and and I want Washington in because they I think you need a storyline like that, and they deserve it. They're undefeated. They won the Pac-12 in the last year of the Pac-12 championship. Like, you're not going to leave them out. So, uh, you know, Florida State – I know there's a bunch of guys, and I also think it's really funny to watch people melt down in real time, because this is one of those situations where the timeline is at like full tilt sports argument level, and many of the pundits, like Booger, like Danny Cannell, like these guys, they went to Florida State, so they can't take their their allegiance
3: out of it. Danny Cannell said that Florida State should have tried to cover the whole thing up and say it wasn't as bad. And I'm like, did you not see his fucking leg? The, tra- the, the <laughs> injury? Like, like,
4: like
0: they were going to like duct tape he it. said Florida State They were going to duct tape the classy. tibia to the
3: other side of the tibia. And he then, said it was too classy of an organization to try to do a cover-up and keep the window of return open, essentially. And yeah, I'm like, that I saw the guy's leg go sideways. The only thing that was open was the fracture. Yeah, exactly,
0: dude. <laughs> so, I mean... You know, it was just fun to watch people melt down and in real time. It. And and if you're Florida State, hey, what a great year and the whole thing. But what you're asking the rest of the country to do is to put you in the in the in the playoff so that we can watch you lose forty to because you won the ACC, which is not believe me, that's I hate. know.
2: That's hate is it? So, yeah, who, so who forty goes, to nothing, bro? So who, you couldn't put a better score. Just the scores hate. Okay. just the scores hate.
0: I hear what you're saying. Better. But that that's crazy. You, what do you think Michigan does against uh you set the line for Michigan, Florida State?
2: No, no, why Michigan, Florida State? I think Michigan's gonna blow out Alabama. Okay, no. but,
0: but you're talking – but, okay, am I asking a question that I'm no, not? No, you're right. Like, no, you are about, right, but, like, like I don't Florida think – If Florida State had gotten in, how much – What was would the line? What's the line? You set the line. Oh,
2: uh, uh, I see what you're saying, but, like, I don't think they get shut out. Like, I don't think anyone's getting What do you think on. the line
0: is, Michigan-Florida State? Uh, Florida State plus – Twenty-three. 12. Okay. So <laughs> you just made my point for me. I mean, like I hear what you're it's saying. It's going to be ugly and it's, it's bad
2: 23? for football.
4: No, no, no. no, no but no. that was Nate's no, line, no. And,
0: I, and I don't disagree. Like it would be up there. It would be up there. I mean, with no, with a second string or a third string quarterback, would be up there. So the college football committee. I mean, like this is you want them to get it right. Give them a better situation. Yeah. I mean, give them a better yeah. playoff. Give they them,
4: are. They're going to the 12th team. They have to. And then you, the Michigan. Uh, reaction really said it all. They didn't want to play Bama. I mean, the player was like, ooh! Like, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they vomited yeah. when they heard it. Yeah, that
0: was tough. They threw so anyways, eggs. that's America's teams. Um, Quick question. Yeah.
3: Have you seen the Mike Leach discussion of this committee? You know, rest in peace, Mike Leach. He talked about I was like,
0: it. damn, he, Mike Leach reanimated? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Give me some reanimated <laughs> Mike Leach.
3: It's essentially Mike Leach talking about how people get onto these committees and the people that invite them onto these committees and the things that they do socially. and
0: Well, think about the people that vote for the Hall of Fame or the MVP. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if Mike's point was that it, it I, you know, I don't need to hear it, but I, I don't know that Mike's point was like
3: He was like, they just want to go to dinners together and, and tell people that they have uh, So
0: he's poking holes in the credibility of the guys making He's like, these they don't decisions. even watch football. But I don't know who could make this decision the right way. That's yeah. the point. is like, somebody's going to complain no matter what.
3: Well, that's just life. And I'll
0: take the team with the second or third string quarterback complaining over, you know, some SEC team that, that beat, that, you know, that just beat Georgia, you know. So, anyways. Isn't Condoleezza Rice on the committee? No, but she, I I don't know, but she almost joined the, she almost owned the Browns at one point. Wasn't that? Yes. Yeah. Could have, could have avoided all this. Broncos. She's
2: part of the Broncos Broncos. ownership. Right now. Right Right now. Yeah. 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 She
1: she was part of the Browns, but now she's, She's, yeah, got that Broncos ring tied around her finger.
2: Yeah, how about that? Condoleezza oh, Rice.
0: Condoleezza <laughs> Rice revenge game last week. And Russell Wilson. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Coming
3: for those WMDs. Well, got, uh, uh, well, hey. we got a message from our sponsors here, Chris. Yeah, we do. This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the all-in-one app for spending, <laughs> sending, and setting easy-to-track savings goals. With multiple tools for saving, spending, and sending, Cash App is an all-in-one way to stay in control of your money. Whether I need to send money to my golf buddies, I still owe making money. I can send them a Cash App payout to the Greenlight locals, or I can settle a bet. I always count on Cash App. With security boosts, discounts, a free-to-order debit card, no overdraft fees, Cash App is like a BFF for your money. Cash App, the exclusive financial services partner of the Greenlight podcast. Download it in the App Store or Google Play to see why it's the number one finance app in the U.S. App Store.
0: Great job, Kyle. Thanks. Great job, unlike the Eagles. Let's talk about the Eagles. Nice segue. Okay. This is like, you know, watching them last night get their ass kicked, there's a lot of thoughts going through my head. But when it comes to being an analyst, I feel like I'm going to walk in here today and, you know, like people – I thought I'd open my timeline and get a bunch of tweets that like told you or this, that, and the third. Like I never said the Eagles were going to win this game. I don't know if you heard my tone last week. It was concerned. Um, you know, I didn't give the Eagles out. I didn't think this was a good spot for them. We said that. And, you know, like I think some people had an issue with some of our analysis analysis on this game because last week I heard from a few people that said, hey, it just sounded like you hate the Eagles and want to talk about how great the San Francisco 49ers are. Mm. When in actuality, we laid out all the things that the Eagles were going to have to do right off, you know, short rest relative to the Niners, sandwich between the Niners and, you know, sandwich between. Uh, you know, 90-plus defensive plays against the Bills and and the Cowboys looming and San Francisco coming in town. I know it's a gauntlet. I know the schedule makers did not do us any favors, us. But you got beat fair and square. You know, like, I I don't want to hear... In this situation, I love Philly fans, but what I don't want to hear is it's the hold on Blankenship. It's, you know, it's this call, it's that call. That's not the difference between.
3: That math doesn't add it, up. It, it,
0: the math is not mathing. So, like, listen, you can say, hey, we'll see these guys again. And there's a good chance you do see these guys again. I had an argument with a buddy that same night over in Iowa uh, over Team Total Bet where we are slurring our words, and he's a Cowboys fan, my boy Kenny. And he's pretty smart. I
3: didn't realize he's a Cowboys
0: fan. Yeah, he's one of the quieter ones, which is <laughs> – yeah,
2: He's pretty smart.
0: He's pretty smart for a <laughs> Cowboys fan too. And so, like, if you lined up all the Cowboys fans and did, like, a, a wonderlick test – Relative to the rest of the scores of the NFL, I he's think Cowboys score low, lowest. Okay, but he's a smart Cowboys fan. What he said to me was, the Eagles are last year's Vikings, uh, which I vehemently disagree with. You know, last year's Vikings played above themselves and won a lot of close games, and now you see them regressing to the mean because that's not what they do year in and year out. What the Eagles do year in and year out is they play with and beat good teams. And they beat people uh, up. And, and they beat people up. They are not the Vikings, but they are not – the best roster in the NFC and we saw that yesterday. For the Eagles to beat the San Francisco 49ers, they have to play damn near perfect. And especially if now and we'll see how the rest of the year shakes out, they have to go on the road to play these guys, it's going to be a big challenge. I'm not saying they can't do it at all, but this was not a good spot for them. And it's not being a good spot's one thing, but then showing up and play the playing the way you did on defense is another thing. It completely it completely um confirms the concerns in the middle of the field that we had for the defense. We said, hey, the only thing they did out of the checklist that we gave them, you know, we basically gave them the game plan. We said, you got to win the middle of the field. You got to tackle these guys in space. You didn't do that 11, six yards after, uh, after a catch. Per reception, that's like terrible. You saw some of those big plays. Uh, middle of the field, you've got all three linebackers. This is per Ruben Frank up in Philly. Uh, the three the three backers they had available Uh, for the game, they cut and then signed back. So it's not like these are high-value free agents or anything. And Howie Roseman and these guys, and I I love Howie, he's done a great job, but this is one thing that they've willingly willingly left the door open for year in and year out. Like the year we won the Super Bowl – we had some pretty good linebackers. You know, we had Hicks, we had um, we had Nigel, we had uh, Kendricks, we had guys that could play. They weren't superstars. They
3: were all different molds as well. Yeah, and now you've got three you guys different pieces of you, that puzzle.
0: you've got three guys that are kind of off the street. And you know, like Ellis is he had a rough day yesterday. You look at like situations where he's in a blender against play action. It's two instances where they take away the where, where they fake the sweep. San Francisco fakes the sweep. And you know, then they bring Kittle uh, after the snap behind that second level of defense. Ellis is just up there in a fucking scrum, not knowing where to be, uh, or it's you know Morrow. Too
3: much to look at. Too yeah. many stars on that field. It,
0: well, even for a good linebacking core, you know, you have Moro with on the CMC rail route. It's a third down. The previous third down, they get the same motion, same concept. They knew they were going to get man, and it basically was a chess match. Where, you know, like Kyle Shanahan, as good a coordinator as he is, he has more pieces on the board. It's just, you know, like, that's not a chess match you're going to win with those guys at the second level. And I don't know. Like, you could say, hey, they're going to bring in Shaq Leonard. I don't think he's going to be the player he was. I don't even know if he's going to want to join that linebacking core. Like, he's deciding between Dallas and Philly. Okay, I was just
2: going to ask you that. You think he's probably going to wait until this game this week and the outcome of this game maybe – that's how he picks? Cause.
0: Maybe. If he's smart, maybe. It's one less game he has to play. You know, chances of getting hurt higher. I don't know. But um, I just look at it like even if you bring in Shaq, what's going to be the difference? You know, like you, you, you had one backer down. I've had some people say, well, they had a, they had a guy down. Okay. That's not going to be the, the difference. It's kind of like talking about the calls. That's not going to make up the ground between that distance. And listen, I'm not trying to hammer the, the Eagles. They're a really fucking good team there's a reason they're 10 and two off a Super Bowl run mm-hmm. I have nothing but respect and admiration for this team and they're gonna be in every game they play but the one yesterday if you play that way and you go to Candlestick or you host them at the NFC championship it's gonna go a lot uh, it's gonna go the same way if you don't fix some of these problems
2: do you think um, mindset of the game just um had anything to do with it just like visibly seeing that the 49ers like this was this was kind of like their Super Bowl for like this week or whatever. It, it was just like you said. They walked in with the all black. You can kind of tell like, hey, we're coming in here and we're going to show everyone. Everyone's talking shit about last year, whatever it may be. They remember yeah. what
3: they did to that team when Brock came out. Yeah, when but they, do you when think it like a fist fight and, and they had one arm tied behind their
2: brook. yeah? But, you know, but do like, you really think God like this
3: off season? He said they wouldn't have fucking. But done look like team.
2: as ex players, do you think like having that mindset like that edge it was was maybe the difference. I don't like, think it's a 23 versus...
0: point edge. I don't think, I, I don't think, I think like, yeah, you can chalk some things up to San Francisco They're being better. ready to play. Better. You can chalk some things up to Philly being tired. No question about it. But you know, like when I look at the personnel, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a tough matchup. It's just, it, it's a bad matchup in the, in the middle of the field. And that team will kill you in the middle of the field. And they did. And so, like, that's my biggest worry is, like, yeah, we'll see bringing in Shaq what that might do, getting a little healthier, what that might do. But if you have to rely on certain guys at the second level, they're not going anywhere. And I don't know why you played that much man, you no. know, like, for instance. So I think there's a lot of things going on with the Eagles. I think people say, hey, they're not the same team as they, they were last year, and I would agree. But at the same time, the, the players on the field are mostly similar. Like, there have been some losses. I think the scheme – has changed especially offensively, you talk about offense not being able to run the ball, the reluctance or the inability um, where Jalen hurts is basically I think he was a leading rusher in this yep. game yeah like, that's not good that's not how how they're they're
3: averaging about two point seven uh a pop and i mean that's this team is built to run the football and compliment it complement it with deep shots and let Jalen take over games with that x-factor ability but you know make no mistake about it if you can't run the football against the team if you line up and say we have to run it and get four yards and you're getting 2.2 or 2.7 that is such a deflating thing for your offense the momentum uh you, you become a you become a you know, a one. What are they? One call trick it? pony. Yeah, you're a one trick pony out there. You got to throw it 45 times with Jalen. He then becomes your leading rusher as a result of having to scramble. You get him out and of he the game time. because he gets dinged. He comes back in the game. That's
0: the that's the disappointing part is like he had a lot of time. And there's
3: no turnovers in the game. So the score right here, it's not like, well, it was plus two turnovers in favor of the 49 Yeah. That's why it's 42 tonight. No, this was an ass-whooping on the road in an environment as raucous as you see. Uh, if you've never been to the link, if you've never played against the Eagles, you go up there and play. And It's, an, those it's fans, a hostile environment. Those fans aren't on short rest. Yeah. They're well-rested and ready to bring it. Obviously, to your point, 90 plays for that defense last week. I think it just wore them out. I think it
0: wore them out. uh, But, again, unless you fix the second level of that defense with scheme or with some additions, and I don't know where they're coming from. uh, But, like, you know, Kansas City, we're about to talk talk about them. You look at the wide receivers. I'm looking last night to see who's on the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, what's T.Y. Hilton doing? You know, like, I'm looking at the free agents – Uh, a linebacker and saying like, is anybody like, are you up, you know, sending out a a lot of, are you up texts if you're Howie Roseman? And so like, you know, I I wanna make this about the offense, no question, but they had an opportunity at one point as a team when they went down 21-6 out of the half, the defense failed him out of the half, okay? 21-13, Jalen closes it to within a score. And at that point I feel really good, right? Like Dom got ejected, the place is going nuts. That was a really good trade, Dom for Greenlaw. I'll take that any day of the week. Even though I love Dom, but on the field, tra- Greenlaw is a beast. And you could say, "Hey, Dom's not supposed to touch so people and all trade. that." Like you're you know.
3: playing Halo, like take out their rocket player yeah. with your pistol. If he kills you, it doesn't really matter. Yes, we can't it, use you. In the we big can't fight. use you in the big fight. <laughs> yeah. So, so that that's, that, was
0: really good, good that's that was a good analogy. That's a counter. a good analogy, I think. If I had a, a PC, it's I like would Counter Strike. Under- you get it. But the the whole point is that that defense then 21 13 lets up 70 plus yards on five plays. You know, it's if you if if you're not going to be able to stop these guys, you're not going to be able to score with them. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, I, I hate to overanalyze it, but if you can't if you can't get these guys off the field, if you can't stop the run, if the backers are in a blender, um, you're not this defense of San Francisco is too good to to try to win a shootout with them. You want to beat this team, it's got to be tr- 24 21 you know 2724 it's not going to be 4040 40. i i just don't like that spot for these guys so
3: 6 nothing eagles going into the second quarter Kyle Shanahan uh is not panicking. Everybody seems to be like, oh, wow, you know, like...
0: It's the so one good thing they did. They came off a bye and kicked these guys' ass in the first quarter. nothing after
3: the first 15. And but you kick field goal. Those of you who have played football and been part of an offense, when you install a first 15, these things are supposed to work. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they're designed to work. Mm-hmm. And it's the defense's job to adjust. Well, the offense had to adjust. Kudos to Shanahan and Purdy. Those guys remain calm. They come out in the second quarter while they're still scoreless. And they... Uh, they ran a mesh concept at a certain point. And it's kind of like when I play Madden and I can't get a read on the defense and I can't run the ball well, I run a mesh concept, which is just run everybody – Across one another, whether it's manners, if it's zone, you're gonna, uh, some of these receivers are gonna have opportunities to sit down. It's like what Kelsey does Kelsey takes the snap, he runs 10 yards up and he takes a hard left and he only stops when there's a void. Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind of like the mesh concept, but there's no up, it's all across. So, Brock Purdy, a bunch of options, and that's kind of the nature of this offense it's getting the ball in guys' hands that are open underneath and letting them run with it. Yeah, I mean, Kittle. McCaffrey, all these dudes, IUK, they all make big plays and they run with it. And Brock Purdy, he's efficient, he's effective. And what we were talking about earlier, no turnovers.
0: He's damn good, dude. He's damn good. This guy, you know, he, he shredded the blitz last night. Um, this guy continues. Look at what he's done against the best two teams in the NFC. But
3: that drive was a reset. My point is that drive was a reset button. There's no panic. That's what makes San Francisco so great. They got a guy who's like, you know what, man? We got answers. They don't panic. Next thing you know, it's 45, 42, 19.
0: Because they can run their stuff in a hurry. They can run physical offense with pace and with aggression, and with speed. Um, and, and they don't have to go away from it. Brock but Purdy, Brock, MVP? Brock Purdy, no. I don't, I don't put Brock <laughs> Purdy as the MVP. It's I, a question? No, no, I just don't put him there yet. I just don't put him there yet. There'll be people that say, hey, look at the numbers and all it's that worth stuff. worth some airtime. I just don't look at things from a number standpoint. I look at, when it comes to MVP, it's a combination. I'm like the college football playoff committee. It's a combination of how valuable you are to your team, how good is the, the team. Tariq so Hill. And, and, Tyreek, he'll be up there for making a case, right? If he gets you know, if, a 2, if he gets
2: two thousand yards this year, you think they should they should give it to him? I don't
0: know about that, but it kind of depends on how the quarterback's finish.
4: The odds say it's mostly a three horse race between Purdy, Hurts, and Dak, all at plus three fifty. See, with Mahomes away way back. Away see, I
0: back. see. I still think if the if and we can get into uh, the Chiefs in a second, but I still think if Mahomes. Runs the table and figures this thing out with this this group of wide receivers. He looked
3: pretty damn be, good it, last night. He
0: did look good, other than that <laughs> he pick. He looked great, other than that pick, which I don't know if they're running the wrong route or what. I mean, at you that point, I'm just anymore. throwing stuff around the room. Um, but yeah, no, I um, I don't know who who wins the MVP. It's the most wide open. I mean, Wait, it's last been.
3: thing about this San Francisco front, uh, the the San Francisco Eagles game. Um, we've talked at length in the past about how the matchup, in my opinion that would drive San Francisco crazy. It was that interior defensive line of the Eagles. And albeit they were run down, um, I I credit that San Francisco O-line. I really think they give uh, great effort. And they got great production yesterday. And they were able to keep things clean. They were able to run their offense. They didn't give Christian the ball 30 times, but 17 times, almost 100 yards. They were able to stay on schedule. Brock was comfortable. Big shout out to that offensive line, particularly the interior. Um, I know how it is to go against a group like that. and it's. It's no easy task. Yeah, guys took care of business. I mean, last thing,
0: Eagles are not a bad team. They're a very good team. They're one of the best three teams in the NFC, but right now, San Francisco has separated themselves a little Philly's
3: bit. Philly's an eight. They showed up to the bar last night and an 11 walked in with some makeup <laughs> on. Yep.
4: <laughs>
3: That's a really
0: good way yep. to put it. Philly might be a nine, dude. Yo, it's just the – They look like an Chris, eight last night. Well, yeah, they, I know you, well, didn't look like an eight last night. Uh-uh. Chris, I know
2: you said last thing, but, like, one more thing from, from that game. I want to ask you, how do you feel about Jalen Carter's emotions and, like, him on the sideline visibly? He got that penalty, but – people just seeing him cry and just like being in the moment as a rookie what do you think like you would say to him as a vet like to help him get through this
0: well, i just put my arm around him hey he, bro you've been one of our best defensive players man like you know we're going to make mistakes out here every game's not going to go our way i mean this is we've just, look at what we just done that's what they should be saying in the in the locker room is look what we just did for 12 weeks okay fuck we just lost to a very good football team and we played poorly um, there's no need to get down in the dumps on this thing. We got Dallas. There's no better medicine this week than having to play Dallas because you got no time to think about this stuff. And so for Jalen Carter, like, people want to make fun of him about crying and that sort of thing. Shows he cares. What What, what – what do you want – fans make fun of players or they get mad at players when they're not – they don't care enough. Like
3: Deontay last week. Yeah,
0: Deontay celebrating last night down well, that three too. scores or whatever. Brutal. But, but, you know, like you got your rookie who's crying over a loss and crying over, you I know, something. I love it. I don't care, dude. You know, some people cry, dude. Some people cried. get. Some people get frustration cries. What, whatever happened to Jimmy V, man? Everybody wants to fucking talk about Jimmy V this time
3: of year, but then Jalen Carter has to cry. He's just trying to have a good day. I would say, Jalen, you want to channel that emotion. You're gonna play fullback next week in the red zone. <laughs> also,
0: <laughs> what it, what what is the thing about men making fun of men crying? It's like it's not supposed to be masculine. It's not supposed to be strong. Jalen Carter would destroy you, <laughs> yeah. Guy online, yeah. Okay, yeah. So now you just got beat up by a guy crying, yeah. You know, I'd like I'd like for crying Jalen Carter to get get a minute in the phone booth with most each, dangerous each.
3: people are the people that are crying. Now. Yeah,
0: dude, don't fuck with somebody that's got frustration tears yeah. going, especially not a big dude like him. Okay, so anyways, talk about Detroit real quick because they have kept pace. We didn't
3: even say main um, versus Nick, but Godzilla King Kong. It was almost ironic that the promo. For Godzilla King Kong was showing uh during that game. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. And it was basically Godzilla yeah. King Kong. Yeah. It would like it would end with like a third down, and then yeah. it'd be like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, oh no, it's a replay.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's <laughs> two <laughs> monsters, man. But the Lions, they're they're trying to prove that they belong in this group. Mathematically, they belong in this group, and you know they're they're sitting here. They they there was a point in that game where the Saints pulled to within six points, and it's on that you spot them. It's twenty-one nothing. Lions. They had to restart their console. Yeah, they, 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 eight minutes in the first quarter. It's twenty-one nothing. Okay, and the Saints pulled to within six after they kicked that field goal, and the top was about to come off this place. And you know, then the Saints do Saints things and fumble a snap, but like the Lions staving them off, staying in in the race, uh, and and really having a path. It, listen. I know we're going to talk about the defense and why they let up all those points and some of the issues with this team that, that quite frankly, in my opinion, are not going away, but can we stop and smell the roses for a second? I mean... You've got a young tight end eight, 18 catches away from Bloody. setting the rookie record <laughs> <so> um <laughs> you got Jamison Williams jumping like 25 feet in the end zone Brian Branch clutch conversions Reynolds gets one ball a day he he, he squeezes that thing uh with the game on the line same thing for Hawkins or not Hawkinson they they, they LaBorta, it Laporta at the LaBorta. end of the game 244 to
3: game. go third and eight Lions they were up five Goff needed to move the sticks and just Goff off the spot. Just dude. like Laporta said on this show, he was like, "I want to be the safety blanket." He is. He throws a contested ball to the sticks to Laporta. You heard it here. He wants to be the safety blanket. That's a blanket. fucking backbreak. You should think
0: about Greenlight Pod every time he clutches a football in a key <laughs> situation. Every time
3: I see him catch the ball and Jared Goff gives him the point, I'm like. That's what he I said. Saw it here first.
0: That's what he said, and you know, golf being off the spot to make that play. I think it was to Reynolds, but the whole thing is like you have so much going going for you. Good, you second winning season in a row. Uh, you got a path to the number one seed. You just swept the swept the the NFC South. The paternity test came back. <laughs> Dan Campbell's the father. He fa- he's fathered an entire division, and so like. There's a lot of good stuff going on for you. And I know Detroit fans, the reason I love them, I played golf with a Lions fan before Thanksgiving. He told me they were going to lose. You know, they're realistic people.
3: So they swept the NFC South. Yeah, there was a year that we didn't make the playoffs, and we swept the AFC North. I think it was 2016 or something. Mm -hmm. We were a bad team. Yeah, but we swept. And I tried to get AFC North T-shirt. You should have got it. You should have got. Yeah, you
0: should have got the championship T-shirt made. It was terrible. You still have. We can send them to Dan. But the point is, you guys know. You guys know what. You guys know your team. I think you know your team. I think you also are like the type of fans that you know, you're always worried about that next shoe dropping, okay? But stop and smell the roses. I know I've, I've taken your team through the ringer at times when they haven't been great, um, but th- there's a lot to be excited about, okay? And I know your expectations are sky high, but that's a good thing, right? Like that you're not fully partying in the streets because – you know you're you're first in the division this late in the season, but you're not you have perfect. A shot at the number one seed, you're not perfect. Okay,
3: it's my big if, issue with Detroit—they want to be bullies. They want to bully people, leave them no choice. Well I look at a team like Dallas, and Dallas just like strangles.
0: Teams. Well, we weren't done blowing these guys. You're you're into. I'm pissed. Okay, I'm, I'm pissed about. Let's it. transition into the because <laughs> like pissed at I, I have Detroit a future. Part. I have a future on Detroit. So do I, but I have against. I have the win total. Joe yeah. Flacco. That's not going to happen, Kyle.
3: Joe Flacco looked alright. You
0: just lit two hundred dollars on, okay. on fire.
3: I will say this though, for the Lions, you want to be a bully, you got to play some defense. You yeah. Got to play defense in big moments. You can't let these teams. Uh, everybody gives up a touchdown, right, Chris? Yeah. But like the good defenses come to the sideline and say, "No fucking more." Yeah. No None of that shit. Yeah. Punts or turnovers, uh, starting from here on out. If the Detroit, they can't cover all their bases. They put a finger in one hole. And it's somewhere else. Mm. Like for a while it was the offense that couldn't get going. Jared Goff's a fraud. <laughs> what? Yeah. Finger in holes. Yeah. Yep. You thought that was funny. I'm talking well, like damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a damn thing. Sometimes you might need to put two fingers in it. Yep. There. That's what I got. I'm like, it's the identity Shocker. issue, right? For mm-hmm. Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's have this thing be let's have this thing be tidied up on offense and defense. Maybe
0: drop more guys <laughs> in coverage, three fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you okay. get my, you get my point here. But the point, yeah, I agree with you though. You want to
3: bite kneecaps, take people to deep water, take them where the eagles can't breathe. Like. But they,
0: but offensively, they do like that's what they do offensively. But as a team right now, because of the defense, you're not doing it. And you know like Kyle, or
3: it's bad decisions by the coach. I'm, I, say it. I'm
0: not. I'm. Not, well, the only decision I can really get on Dan Campbell defensively is letting Aaron Glenn be there this long. I mean, like that's that's. That's mm. it, and he's shown the propensity to fire people <laughs> midseason. He's not going to do it right now. I kind of feel like you're at a point where, defensively, you just have to do some different shit. You get up twenty-one nothing, uh, and then the Saints score three touchdowns in a row. Basically, they'd scored three touchdowns the last thirty possessions. And I know, you know, um, I-, I know you won the game and everything, but you come out in the second, in the second half, and you know you're playing a little bit, a bit more off coverage you got to get guys that can get home, and and we've talked about this. Hutchinson, really good player, Uh, fun to watch. He actually, Bruce Irvin, he forced that Bruce Irvin sack, so people might say, hey, where's Hutch in some situations? Well, there's one, right? But other guys have to step up, and hopefully an Irvin signing um, will actually help. Uh, But I I think I'm still waiting for a a run of these Detroit defensive plays where they – create turnovers in these high-scoring games or when a team's trying to get back in it, you shut the door with a, sta- Stymie a sack. Stymie their fumble. momentum
3: somehow. Yeah, And somebody will say,
0: hey, Chicago game, we did that at the end of the game, backed up, Hutch made a play. You need more. Yeah. Let you me need more, you and I'm thought. not saying it all has to be Hutch. Somebody else got to make a play. I think Luke. Gale. When
2: you were playing, did they ever um, – because I know they didn't teach us this because it wasn't really like um, an emphasis back then, but tackling the quarterback and like – Trying to tackle someone and not put your weight on them? Is that something that they should maybe, like, start teaching more for D-linemen? but but
0: Bruce, there's a tweet from, like, 2011 that I found. Uh, It was floating around online yesterday. Bruce Irvin said, fuck the Saints. Like, in 2011. (laughs) Wait, so, wait. And and also, before the game, he was like, (laughs) you know, Derek Carr, you hit him, we can rattle him. I think there was a little bit of, like, extra English on that one. I, I think in general that's a tough rule. There's some yeah. beef. But, but that was like the one where we're probably gonna call some it spoiled right. Spoiled
3: beef in that selling. might be some spoiled beef I love for, some Bruce, spoiled for Bruce beef.
0: Irvin. But the bottom line is if you can't get stops, you, look what you just saw from San Francisco. I mean, like look what you know, look what Phillies look like at times this year. Look what Dallas has looked like at times this year. I think Dallas right now, we talk about them in the NFC playoff race. What they showed me Thursday is 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 actually a lot in some way. Like the offense had to go win him a game. Yep. You know, I, I I thought last week I, this was the issue I took with. Uh, I put out a fridge talk. <laughs> you know, uh, Acho, um, Emmanuel Acho Emmanuel Acho, okay. who you know you see him all the time on TV. Well dressed, sort of he's a well dressed guy. He's 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 got the gift of gab now, but sometimes Acho will come out with these takes and I just disagree where he's talking about the MVP race and Dak can't be in the race because he hadn't beaten anybody but he's got Tua number 3. Okay, and Tua hasn't beaten anybody since last September. I think Dak should be in the MVP race. I think I think I think Thursday for, you know, Nolan and I, we kind of differ on this thing because he's, a, he's a, an Eagles guy, like through and through. He's from Philly. I think the Dak, the Dak thing for him is kind of like visceral.
3: You're a sick fuck. For me, it's, for me, it's not.
0: Like, I agree, Dak's not the best quarterback in the league, but he has played really well this year. And, I mean, I, if he knows where the pylon is against the Eagles, you know, we're not having these conversations. I think them going out and winning that game when the defense played terribly, like, terribly. Defense, you're supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league. I don't see that right now. I don't see that right Luckily now. Luckily, they
3: don't play DK ever.
0: Um. Yeah, but it ain't just DK. You, mean, know you know what I'm saying? Like, you got, when when you get in a shootout like that on Thursday night. Sometimes he's like, hey, Duran, cover this. Well, Duran. Everybody's
3: like, what the fuck?
0: Duran well, went, just... went to the half and read, read his timeline. And <laughs> yeah, then he was like, yo, put me over there. <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and, and then he had that big pick. But the, the point is. And Seattle at the end of the game, people make a big deal about the Micah Parsons thing. You, you saw the protection there, Yeah,
3: You don't protect Micah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, everybody's so, like,
1: you don't block him,
0: I mean, they tried. Yeah, uh, you go block him. Man. He's pretty good. I, you know, I don't, I don't love the setup there. But the bottom line is, the Cowboys took care of business, and the offense looked really good. So these are the teams that you're going to have to see in the NFC playoffs. If if you get there, whether it's on the road or at home, and the, and the Lions will be there. So, and,
3: and it's it's this has to be said, and I said it yesterday on Tops, but it's like the Cowboys have hit home runs with their offensive line picks like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Tyler, the left guard, yep. is friggin' He's awesome. And when you watch him on TV, like last week we saw McCarthy look puzzled after they said a legal man downfield in the low red. Uh, there was a play-action pass, a legal man downfield. McCarthy's looking around like, who the hell's you know, who, yeah. downfield? And they're like, your left guard just murdered the Murder guy, guy into the end zone. It just so happens. These yeah. are good problems yeah. to have. <laughs> yeah. So I, can, I promise you this. Next time they're at the three, let's run it behind. What was he, 73? Is that yeah. His? yeah. You run it behind 73. Mm-hmm. And the great thing that people fail to remember is the right guard is a first battle hall of famer. Yeah.
0: And he ain't dipping. No, and and Tyron Smith has is playing right now like like prime Tyron Smith. That's so why like my Devin. level of
3: concern for the Cowboys, for the Chiefs, for the Eagles teams with groups uh, up um, front. Yeah, my level of concern is not the floor isn't very. We're close.
0: gonna hey, we're gonna do this. We're about to do this with with the Chiefs, okay? Um, and Dak
3: feels confident. Dak's no dummy. He's gonna sit back there and make. He's gonna sling that thing like Matt Stafford with that front. You just that have dish. to
0: understand. People ride the wave on Mondays a lot. And, like, yeah, maybe we're riding the wave a little bit on the San Francisco win, but I I also think, like, it confirmed what we were worried about. So, like, we already had an idea of who these teams were, and if anything, Sunday kind of confirmed some things. It's not going to be 23 if they play again, but it's a bad matchup. Dallas, you know, you could get down on them after a big loss and say they're frauds, but, like, what does that even mean? You know, like, are, they are who we thought they were, which is a dangerous team yeah, in any the given NFC week. Playoff. They could put up
3: 45 and I don't, beat sacks. I
0: don't know that they're going to beat the Niners. I don't know that there's not going to be one game along the way that Dak doesn't throw a bad pick, but, like, they're a dangerous team. Philly, they're not the Minnesota Vikings of last year. They're a really good team. We're going to talk about the AFC here right now. But they but. will
4: have a rest disadvantage. Going into Dallas next week. No question. But you
0: see, we picked up that rest advantage against the the Seahawks. Well, not an advantage. It just gives us an extra day. Because they flex us to Monday night. But it's the same thing in the AFC, and it's even more pronounced because there is no San Francisco. So whoever you are, if you're a fan of one of these four division leading teams in the AFC, I feel like uh, you got to feel good about your chances to go to the bowl.
3: Dude, Baltimore's got to be able to play for four quarters, though. They've blown big leads. Yep. They've had holes in their games. I, I, You know, I obviously love their defense. I love Lamar. Todd Munkin's been great. Their their receiving core just finds a way to get open. Zay Flowers is in a pe- perpetual state of being chased. But at the end of the day, if you can't play four quarters, if you can't string this thing together for a whole game, you ain't the one. now well, I bet, but you could say that about any of the four. It's, it's, like, a, it's, if you a, it's went an evergreen list, tweet. I
0: could go AFC, and we'll start with the Chiefs here in a, in a hot second. But San Fran,
3: no picks, dominant on the road. Here's that the. Let me get
0: through the AFC Sorry. here. AFC, Kansas City. Yep. Bad wide receiver core. You know, like I don't know what's going on with them. We'll talk about elite. that. Okay, and then the same thing uh, with 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 you know any of these teams. The Browns lost Mark Andrews. You talked about their their. Their um, what's the word uh, propensity to turn the ball over Ooh. or not finish games. I mean, you know, Miami hasn't beaten anybody. There's holes good. in the box score. Jacksonville. Do we really know yet? So in the AFC, it's kind of wide open.
4: Jacksonville controls their own destiny. If they win out, they'll be the number one seed. Huge They're game. learning Huge how to play game with Lee Baltimore.
0: Let's start this thing on the right foot and talk about the Packers positively. This is from Shio Kapadia. Right. This is uh, this is a tweet. Based on EPA per drive, the Packers' offensive performance against the Chiefs was the the fifth best for any team all season. Seven possessions, three touchdowns, two field goals, two punts, at least two first downs on every drive. Jordan Love's improvement is one of the stories of the season. And I agree, it is one of the stories of the season. But it's also the the improvement of the scheme and allowing him to do more, which he is his complete. The guy, I was last night watching him and Mahomes – dueling it out oh, man. and you're like dude this is a moment where a guy grows up yes and i at this point i don't know what holds him back right i'm not saying they're gonna win the super bowl but what i am saying is this is one of those moments where you're like okay i might have seen enough to not just say i'm not out on him and i'm gonna stick with this guy but to actually say like this guy's a plus at quarterback in the nfl mm-hmm. and and a guy you might like to have and He's for the packers that whole sit him a long time thing. I think he's got some, some moxie because of that. He doesn't wear it on his sleeve. He doesn't make it a big like. No. But he, he just, he's an adult. Did and you notice you at tell.
3: the end of the game, the sequence obviously where it's uh, Mahomes has the ball and they keep showing the solo shot on Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. He looked. And was having Mahomes' mannerisms. Mahomes' mannerisms, bro. He was like doing a little twitches on the sideline. Yeah. he was like he was locked in. Yeah, you know, if he gets the ball back, he gets an opportunity. He knows Patrick's got the ball. and he's you, just like me,
0: it's just fun to see him in that
3: situation. It was. That, and then, it was prime time. And then
2: if you um, pay attention to the the post game interview that he did, where he mentions that he had this game circled because of the taste in his mouth when they played the first time and how he played against Patrick and how well he did. So it's one of those things where... I like that, knowing that he's a competitor and, like, it's the game within the game. And to be kind of having that in the back of your mind, like, obviously you want to win. It's a team sport. But like he said at the end of the game, I know that that's exciting for him to be like, yes, it's I huge. got
0: him back. It's huge. We were sitting here all week thinking. It's a
3: landmark oh, victory.
2: We
0: were thinking all week, hey, Patrick's going to go to Lambeau. This is going to be a big. And, yeah, he, he wanted to win too. it. too. Like, and he played well in, in a lot of spots. But, like, Jordan Love didn't make. Uh he made one less mistake, whether that was on the receiver or Patrick, like
3: oh, that, well, I'm gonna break that down.
0: <clears throat> okay, good. But like the point is the point is this team is to be taken serious. And you know, this was a huge win. We were looking at them in the playoff race saying, Hey, how do they get there? They're gonna lose to Kansas City and then how many games can they pick up along the way? They have a seventy percent chance to get in the playoffs right now. Yeah. So so really good for them. Listen, if we're gonna talk about the Chiefs and I know what people want to hear. You want to hear me or somebody say they suck, or they're just—they're not the same team. They're not the same team. they are they you know—we've had this conversation for a couple of weeks. If you want them to look like they looked when they had Tyreek Hill, they're not going to look that way. Grow up. If you want them to look like they looked last year, that's still possible. The same people are on the field, like you, 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 minus Juju, right? Like the mainly the same wide receiving core. And I think the reason that I'm not down in the dumps, I mean, they have to improve, but the reason I'm not hugely down in the dumps on this team and their chances to go where they want to go is the AFC doesn't have a San Francisco. And so, you know, like you, you now have played yourself into a group of four teams, okay? So all the fans of these teams are like, are you worried about Kansas City? Kansas City, frauds, the whole thing. Well, they, they just joined you you know it's it's this it's this logjam at the top of the AFC where Miami's got three losses, Baltimore's got three losses, jacksonville has got three losses, Kansas City has four. And if you look at the rest of the schedule, okay, Miami they get the Titans, uh, they get the Jets, they probably go 11 and 3 and then they got to go 3 and 0 to leapfrog Kansas City, I think if Kansas City wins down the stretch because of that tie break. So you've got Cowboys, Ravens, Bills for the for the Dolphins, and I think the Dolphins could be as dangerous a team as any in the playoffs I mean, they if are. they beat a. I had this discussion. There's this guy in my DMs. He's he's become like a DM like fan friend, where like fans will DM me shit, and I'll see some of them, and this is Dolphins fan. So every time they 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 have a good game, he's <laughs> like, yeah, how about that? But then he <laughs> goes silent that? for like a month when yeah. they play good teams. And he's a smart fan. He's a he's a legitimate, well spoken, good football fan. But, you know, he hit me up yesterday. I'm like, hey, man, you got to hit me up after you beat a good team. You know, like, hey, by the way, you want to talk about uh, Miami-Washington? They looked really good yesterday. Miami, Tua looked really good. I thought, you know, some, yeah. of these, um, some of these matchups they got in man, it was like guys were running in place. Like some of these t- Tyreek Hill touchdown early. It's like. Bruh.
3: That grass makes everybody. Everybody looks slow, like slow except for field, him. Except for them.
0: And so, I, hey, I hear you. Dangerous group. You get a chain back, that's a big deal. Um, Van Ginkle played great, Ugh. like you talk about I'm Unreal. Go, I still
3: want to talk a little bit about that. Game. <laughs> we
0: are, we're going to go back to the Kansas City game. We're talking, I'm just, we're, we're good, Kyle. I'm panicking. Van Ginkle looked great. Um, they are stepping up with Jalen Phillips out and the whole thing, but again, it's like, do you see something here? If you haven't beaten a good team yet, you're going to tell me for sure you're the favorite in the AFC, Baltimore. You know you've got the Rams, the Jags, the Niners, and the Finns the next month, and you finish with the Steelers, and you lost to that team earlier this season. So there's no guarantee you get home field advantage.
3: And they're Jacksonville, team, aren't they? wait.
0: Jacksonville. Jacksonville's got. If Jacksonville can beat the Ravens in three games, they got as good a team as any of, of locking Dumbo. up home field advantage. But they haven't showed me week in and week out that they're the best team in the league. And the Chiefs. We're about to talk about what happened last night. They're down a game to these guys. So they got to make up ground, but, but you've got at-pats, Raiders, Bengals, at Chargers after this Buffalo matchup. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the Chiefs, everything's out in front of me, just like you could say if you're a Miami fan, if you're a Jacksonville fan, if you're a Kansas City fan, um, you know, like any of these teams, Baltimore. Here's the problem, man, last night. I want to make this about the offense, but in the middle of the game, actually the whole game, Kyle, when I look back at this, it was, it was shocking. From kickoff to that terrible drive at the end of the third quarter, which I thought lost in the game. S- second and eight, you take a shot. You've been moving the ball all game, running the football. Get your first down and then go. You're down one score. Okay, from kickoff to the terrible drive at the end of the third quarter. 13 plays, 60 yards, field goal. 14 plays, 59 yards, field goal. Nine plays, 75 yards, touchdown. 11 plays, 66 yards, touchdown. They didn't get enough possessions. And I like, I. Listen, they ended up with like 10 or 11 for the game. It's not like they didn't have the ball. It wasn't like they, they got dominated in time possession. But they could not get off the field defensively. You know? And I thought if you'd given Patrick the ball a couple more times, you'd have been okay. But the possessions were so long for both teams, not scoring touchdowns early hurt them. And that offensive line is a concern. I think, people people yeah. worry about the drops. There weren't drops last night. They're going to figure out the drops thing. The thing I'm worried about is the defense right now not being healthy, and with 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 Bolton out, and we'll see if we get him back next week, um, and Tranquil going down last night, and I'm really worried about the safety spot with Mitchell coming in, because you saw in that fourth and two or whatever it was, mm-hmm. Chris Jones bearing down on Jordan Love, he's all turned around. So yeah, there's worries on both sides of the ball, but on one side of the ball, you have Patrick Mahomes and the same group of guys you had last year. Figure it the fuck out. Is it Eric Bieniemy? Is it is it is it Andy in a s in a in a in a slump? Is it Nagy not knowing what the fuck to do? Here's something radical, Kyle, and then I'm gonna let you just go for a while. Here's something radical for you. I love radical. Okay. <laughs> If Zach Ertz doesn't get picked up by the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs should pick him up, yes. and turn into a twelve personnel, thirteen team. personnel, yes.
3: because this is the- Noah Gray, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz. You so, give me a better triumvirate of pass catchers. And- that's,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you having a problem with wide receiver? Take one of these motherfuckers off the field. We'll get a hybrid on the and, field and play big and play physical because that's kind of what these drives are amounting to right now. Your best drives are drives where you are matriculating the ball down the field. It doesn't have to look like the old Kansas City. Now, whether you pick up fucking Ertz or not, I think you still do this. You got to figure it out. I mean, though.
3: say what you want about the old Kansas City, the new Kansas City identity, all that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they've got Patrick Mahomes. This was the first game, I believe, the team gave up more than twenty-five points on defense. Yep. So I'm going to chalk it up to it was Jordan Love's night. It was his night, dude. Special night at Lambeau Field, and you could just feel it from the moment that you saw Patrick Mahomes stroll out of that tunnel in the icy whites, and Green Bay was in their classic yellow pants, green tops. I said. This could be a Jordan Love night, and yeah. they start with that first drive. They go down the field. They suck the life out of that defense, oh. you know, and, and there's kind of that feeling in my Surgical. living room. Kate and I are sitting there like, are, do the Chiefs suck right now? Like, What's the deal? And Patrick hadn't even touched the football at that mm-hmm. point, um, but I want to fast forward later in the game. There was obviously a few plays that could have gone um, a number of ways. All the talk about Jordan Love being great, and I still think Patrick was better. Um, and it wasn't enough for the Chiefs to win. I looked at some of the late plays that could have been for the Chiefs: the ball to MVS outside the hash, where Patrick led him away from the safety, and it was smart on the announce uh, the broadcast crew to say, "Hey, look, this is what Patrick saw. This is what the receiver He's felt." Supposed to come Miscommunication. In, yeah. He looks outside shoulder. He takes that thing wide. It's a touchdown. Uh, MVS looked inside for the football, wasn't able to make the play. Same thing with the Sky Moore play, end of the game on the right side. He threw it to the outside shoulder to take him not only away from the defender, but to get him towards the out-of-bounds mark. That's where the red line is at practice. So there's the hash, there's the numbers. And Chris, if you remember, outside the numbers, there's a red line Mm -hmm. that receivers run as a point of reference. Um, Patrick went outside shoulder. Obviously, it didn't work there. Um, then the late hit penalty, or whatever they called on Patrick, uh, it was bogus. It was um, a bad call. I mean, he, he wasn't out of bounds, and we all know Patrick's the master manipulator. Tempo, change of speed, a lot of these quarterbacks now, one minute they look like they're going to go out of bounds or get down, next minute they But slith- they call these sometimes. Next minute it's they slip full- It's by four call. defenders. It's a bad call. But they do call um, these sometimes. But man, i got to give credit to that guy on defense, and I didn't I didn't catch his name, but he... I don't think Patrick called his caught his name. He caught Patrick. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. think Patrick remembers yeah. his name, yeah. potentially, but but credit to Patrick getting back up and going. And then there was the, the fumble or non-fumble at the three-yard line. Which was the, not a fumble. And then they ran the hurry up. Not but a fumble. The, the, I want to tip my cap to the operation. You know what I mean? In big situations, if there's a play that could go 50-50, you got to get the ball lined up and you got to get it snapped before there's anything that happens. I credit them for doing that. Um, Hail Mary was a pass interference, but it's not going to get called. There was a PI on the deep ball. But, you know, calls went either way. So... Credit to the Packers. I take nothing away from the Packers, but I am not worried about this Chiefs loss.
0: No, like, if we thought they were the odds-on Super Bowl favorites, yeah, you're worried about them. But it's like everybody's like, hey, what do you think about the Chiefs now? Well, what what did you think about the Chiefs then? I didn't even pick them to win the division, so I was wrong about that. I didn't think the Chargers would suck so bad, but I thought the Chiefs would look more human. And, you know, like, honestly, who didn't think the San Francisco 49ers are a better team on paper this year? You just look at it. They're like the fucking. They're like the monsters. They got a bunch of guys. They are. And what you have for for Kansas City, that I think for both of us makes us feel like they're going to be in it, is you might have home field advantage because you look at this. You're a game down now, but I, I really think if somebody wanted to bet me right now, I'd probably take them to finish the season as the one seed. And then number two, you got the guy who runs up to the line last night on the third down, and there's like there's an invisible force field at the at the uh, at the sticks, and he. He, he takes his body and contorts it in a way that he can hit the throw uh, on the run, and he's behind. It's like Mission Impossible. And he's like Tom Cruise with the lasers, and he mm-hmm. just throws the ball. Like, I know we're... But that is that guy. And then don't after the, and then after that game, don't forget this guy. The guy last week who took... who Or two weeks ago who was like, uh, drops on me, MVS, down at the goal. It's not on you, but he's, he's up there taking bullets for his guys. And then after this game, he's like, you know, the MVS... It's clear P.I. Now, you could say, hey, the the 15 yard earlier, you didn't get that. The clock didn't wind, the whole thing. But Patrick Mahomes after the game is like, hey, I got no problem in that situation. He let guys play. He's a fucking gamer, dude. And he's the best quarterback in the league. And you can tell me, hey, Dak's got better stats. This guy's got better. Context matters. This guy's working through a lot outside. I think they have to, though, draw some lines in the sand from a personnel standpoint and say, hey, Sky Moore. It's not working out. Okay, like, you know, MVS is not great, but at least he doesn't fuck shit up. And,
3: you know, like they went to Rashi Rice a lot. They really like that guy. And they Mm -hmm. should. And he needs to get the ball. more. He gave him the go ball. He got the penalty. I mean, there's there's stuff that you see where it's like, well, this seems like there's chemistry there.
0: But but there's not the chemistry. And I know Brett Veach, man, they have failed Patrick outside. They just have. Okay. They, they they thought it's like Howie Roseman saying, hey, we can win without the linebackers. You know, Brett Veach is like, yeah, we don't really need all-star wide receivers. And, yeah, that's fine and everything you're trying to get the most out of Juju or the most out of MVS or the most out of this guy or that guy. It's not worked out. So do not not hurt yourself more by sticking to this guy more thing. Like, maybe he's a guy for you next year or something, but this year it's not working out, so give these snaps to somebody else.
3: I hated the two-point play. Hated it. I hated the short yardage plays. It's, it was very, it was a oper, naggy ish operation in the short yardage. That's situations. what I'm saying, dude. And I'm not in that room anymore, so I don't know who's in charge of the SY slash GL portion of the install but it's shades of of Matt Nagy. And that's the thing. And it looks great on paper, it works in practice, Yeah. and then you run it in that game, and next thing you know there's three guys on the edge and and that that front side gets blown up.
0: It's the most short-sighted thing in the world to say, hey, Kansas City sucks, look at the guys they have on the field. They won a game in the Super Bowl last year where they scored 30 plus points with these same fucking guys. The problem then, if I'm going by process of elimination, is the other people, in the room besides Andy are not pluses right now, schematically. And, and the people
3: that they let get out of the room.
0: And the people they let get out of a room is the big elephant in the room because Eric Bieniemy uh might be the next head coach of say the Washington Commanders or something. Um so
2: yeah, do Could I worry be the if...
3: commander in chief. Mm. Yeah, exactly, dude. Mm. That's a good one. Be on the offensive. Mm-hmm. Offensive for sure. <laughs> uh, you say, How the hell do they do that? Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like that anymore? Uh, <laughs> no,
0: I'm good. So, if we're talking about the AFC playoff race, now we have to talk about the Houston Texans mm-hmm. because this was a huge win yesterday, and yeah, like,
3: and they had a huge loss.
0: No question, yeah. they had a huge loss in Tank Dell, which which absolutely sucks. But they kind of they kind of let this team hang around, and you know, like they've made a lot of these games interesting. But I thought I thought this was a big moment for them with Tank Dell going down early in the game. You know, they've had guys outside. And not just
3: going down like they got him off the field and he was hobbled. It was like they have to cart him out. It's like the whole deal. Yeah, it's, he's it's,
0: leading into the hole on a, like a run play. I mean, so the usage on Tank Dell when he comes back, I know that they like to they, – they really – these guys do a good job blocking and everything, but – this guy's important, and you have a great rapport with him. But Nico Collins, some of these big third downs that he he had, My um, <laughs> like it, he he's the guy that's got to step up, right? And obviously Robert Woods has got to be a guy that you that you use more. Um, you brought him in as kind of a you know a locker room guy slash a good vet out on the field. Well, now he's got to actually make plays. They got a tight end Brevin Jordan, who you know maybe makes you think maybe you should go maybe more big bodies. You can have Schultz. Get, get more tight ends on the field. But the bottom line is they overcame the Tank Dell thing, um, and, and they overcame a lot of misfires, letting people hang around. That's been a thing for them in the first half. You, you, we talked about Cincinnati game. They could have pulled away, whether it was you know, Stroud missing on third and one to set up a field goal, whether it's fourth and two false start uh, before the Singleton bailout there. I mean, like you're kicking, if not for Singleton, kind of being an idiot. And I also didn't think that – I thought that might have been offsetting. Honestly, Broncos. I mean, I probably somebody's going to want to burn me at the stake because everybody loves C.J. Stroud. I love C.J. Stroud, but, you know, I didn't think the push got him the flag. But then as he's continuing his momentum, Stroud stops and stands his ground. He stands on business, as he said. Stands on business. And, then, on and, business. Then, and, then, and then you get the, the Who's fifth.
3: the rapper he shouted out?
0: I don't even know. Standing on business. Herbo? I don't know. G Herbo. G Herbo, Standing obviously. on business. Standing on business. But the point is, like, whether it was that or it's the Mechie penalty late in the game where, you know, uh, eventually you have to kick because you're behind the sticks there. Um, they, they do leave points on the field. They have to stop doing that. And I thought they were conservative, too. You could tell early. Denver came out and said, fuck it, we're taking shots, which was a total departure from kind of what they do. It was like they were playing the lotto. And eventually they hit and made it a 16-10 ball game. But Houston goes down there on fourth and one. They kick fourth and four at one point with a chance to go up. Uh, I think maybe fourteen nothing instead of ten nothing. They kick. They take the points. So I think they thought low scoring game, and they ended up being right because those field goals made all the difference, right? Because the game ends up five point game. So uh,
3: Danny, Danny's
0: cousin down there, Amendola, Amendola. But the bottom line is Denver made this a game, and uh, I thought the defense was some really timely early down blitzes, especially second down, knocking them down for negatives. Vance. Deserves a lot of credit for continuing to put this team in positions to win. But that last drive, they couldn't convert all day. I think at one point they were like 0 for 8 on third down, and they needed like a third and four. I think it was 0 P. for 11. Yeah, 0 for, for 11. Denver. I saw 0 for 8 at one point in the third quarter. I think quarter. it's a fake stat. I almost thought it was a fake stat. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't convert a third down. and then the, suck. Like the last drive, they find a way, third and four, fourth down, fourth down. They come to the line. I think Russ. I think they're seeing something on the back end. They call a timeout there on that that last fourth down. I also think the two Houston uh, tackles were in threes, and they call a timeout. They get to they get to a play. I think Russ is looking at the out, and he knows based on that look. Now they ran somebody into the A gap on a stunt, but I think he knows. Like I like my chances down here, and Russ with his legs continues to be a plus. So. Denver's not dead, but I was
3: concerned about the turnovers for Houston coming into this game. Three turnovers for Russell. I mean, yeah. I, it's something I wasn't even prepared for. I was like, is the Denver defense going to take it away twice for a CJ? But it's flipped. And also the protection. Uh, I, I want to not take away from the protection, but give a tip of the cap to the Houston edge rushers who have been great all year. Will Anderson, another huge game. I think he had two and six hits and. Here's Maybe the eight
0: hits. Here it is, Kyle. I got the list for him because I think you know Will Anderson. Thank you. Will Anderson is an interesting narrative because it's the classic. Look at the sacks. Look at the you know like the splash plays. He's a look
3: at the tape, dude.
0: Look at the tape with this guy. I mean, caused the pick with the tip, blocked a punt. He had two sacks. She
3: one of them, the punt. that's what it was. One
0: of them was a layup, but this is a tough layup to make. Where you, you got, he's playing boot honestly. So you see some guys scream upfield. And just abandon their their, their technique and they, they yeah, you get a pat on the back and people are like, Great rush and really just gambled and put the whole team uh under duress if if it's not boot because that gap inside Backed of you is open. What Will did, or what Will Anderson did, is he started his shuffle and then he headed up the field. You know, like he does everything right. He had the they sacks. He had, he, yeah, he's surfing. He had he disrupted uh, a third down on a readout. You know, this is the type of stuff that tells me he's smart. So they're they line up in like um, in, in 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 nickel on fourth on third down, two man game with the guys on the left side. Kyle. it's, it's supposed to be a tee. So tackle penetrates, and as a defensive end, I'm supposed to wrap around that guy, but he sees the pocket breaking, and he sees the way the protection's shaken out, and he feels it and stays high. And he ends up affecting that throw, getting him off the field on third down, and then the high-low to end the game. Okay, Russ threw that pick in the red zone, missed some stuff, but this is why I give a lot of credit to Houston. That high-low concept that got Grenard a sack earlier in the game, when you talk about high-low, and I love the way this group rushes, unselfish as a group.
3: You have to coordinate a rush against this group.
0: You have to. What they do is one defensive end goes to power, and usually it might be on that that quarterback's ball hand side because he can see that stuff coming at him. And what's he going to do? He's going to bail out the back, and the other end is going to run the hoop at 9, 10 yards, get all the credit. So, so
3: for reference if I'm a left-handed quarterback and you're rushing over there you, I'm going I'm going to cave the pocket. You want me to feel the pressure so yes. I go back into this guy who's contain running. Yes, who's I not love. who's
0: yeah, who's not even worried about I got to be too Look hard. at that some football There's right some there. football right there. <laughs> but they ran that they, that concept's pretty common in the NFL but sometimes you do it like where you say, "Hey, fuck it, we call it fish hook. You're going to run the hoop. Somebody's going to take an inside move." Will Anderson on the Grenard sack created that. And then in the final the final moments with the game on the line, Russell throws that pick. Look at Will Anderson's bull rush and how it affects Russell um, ever so slightly into feeling that bailing and ending up in trouble where he has to throw that ball. And so I think that D line deserves a lot of credit. I also think guys like um, who, who is um, who's this guy? Uh, oh yeah, fucking Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. He damn near knocked himself out of the game trying to light somebody up, then comes back in the game, makes that pick. Um, and then also Desmond Desmond King, all, the, D- uh, all the, the D-backs, big TFLs. Desmond King knocked that third down, down uh, almost had a touchdown out of it where he took the ball off him and scored. They reviewed it. But the bottom line is up front and the back end, they all played huge. And if you watch this Houston defense, they play fast. They play downhill. The guys in the back end tackle. D'Amico's fingerprints are all over this defense, and they play hard. And so tip of the cap to them. And they're because,
3: balanced on offense. Yeah. They're coming alive on defense. It's like these rookies that were rookies are now kind of one-and-a-half-year players with Will Anderson. You talked about his presence of mind. This is a team that's going to be tough to beat, man. C.J. Stroud is a legitimate threat. He's just not a, He's not just a good rookie. He's yeah. a great quarterback who can go win you football games, and they have the running game, the balance with Slowick on offense. They can make this thing a chess match. Whoever they play, they can uh, kind of form uh, the fight.
0: Here's the worry for me: is Tank Dell. I don't want to like jump on the easy thing, but um, you know he was probably your your go-to guy. You know, you well, they've got three guys they can rely on. That's heavily. what that's what they got to figure out is like how does this puzzle work for him? Because th- this is a big deal, you know. And he was a unique guy, not just a, bi- a big guy for them. You know, everybody kind of has going to see different more you know, I may, maybe you do. Bradley Devin. I like the name Brevin. <laughs>
3: Brevin. That's a cool name. Uh, His parents had a fight over name. Yeah, exactly. We're going down the middle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want Brent. I want Tevin.
4: Keep, <laughs> keep the options open. So we got four AFC teams now at 7-5, and five, vying for <laughs> three spots, including Pittsburgh, who lost yesterday to Arizona. Pittsburgh, dude.
0: So I de- before we get to Pittsburgh and L.A., there's one team that's hanging in there, and that's Indy. Right. So Indy's hanging Spike in. man. Indy's hanging in. Um, Mania. They had no business winning that game yesterday, but they did. And sometimes like the mark of a good team is winning some games you're not supposed to win, putting yourself in position to win those games. Special um games. Special teams or man. lack thereof. You could put it this way. You could put it like Tennessee lost that game on special teams, or you could say Indy won that game on special teams. And I don't know which way you want to put it, but like some of the late the late stemming that created those situations, like you gotta you gotta give credit where credit's doing. I to to not only block two punts in a row and create fourteen points off of those. Like I've never seen that in my time. Two block punts in a row. Maybe somebody else has seen it in the NFL. I haven't. But then on top of that to actually win the game at the end where you go to overtime, you give up a long drive. You know you know this drive's probably it, right, with the way the clock is and that sort of thing, and you have to kick a field goal and to take that shot, put it on the money, get down there and score. Like, Gardner Minshew's a lot like this team. You just can't kill him. And so, you know, like, not just blocking the two punts, but killing the punter.
3: Oh like, my they, God. they killed him. Oh like, he died. God. It was a very strange <coughs> hit. Like, it didn't look like an explosive hit, but then the way he was on the ground but he was like is a kind Civil of, War
2: reenactment, like he that's hit with a cannonball but or it, something. It, it just shows. <laughs> He's but dude. a man, dude.
3: He's not an
0: NFL athlete. He's but a man, dude. Stop. That
2: special teams coach, they had to have a read or something because even yeah. the collision, it's one of those things where he was, like, there too quick. Yeah, like, almost too quick. Almost like, have to tackle the punter. Yes, <laughs> Like, almost overruns it and, like, just runs into the punter's leg. And here's where the game was won and
0: lost, okay? The craziest thing. Because I had Tennessee. <laughs> not that anybody cares. The right I side. I had Tennessee as well. I was on the right side. Me too. Yeah, that's that's a right side of a bet there. They fumbled. But, to, no, it's not just. The two block punts turned into a new holder. That holder's name oh my is Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. The and down. because of Ryan Tannehill, and he confirmed he said, my bad on that hold. On the extra point, they miss the extra point, so they give up 15 points basically <laughs> on special teams. See? If you add it up, and that's the reason they go into overtime. If you, receiver, you gave slower, me a runner, and, not a holder, and
2: you gave me shit when oh, they yeah. were showing the replay, I was like, "Look, that's oh, I didn't a bad know that hold. I didn't know." And, and everyone was like, "How do you know?" Well, well, the reason why is usually when you watch kicks, explain it to us the emblems. It's usually the kickers are kicking on one of the panels on the football that's completely clear. Yeah, and when he he kicked the side of the NFL. He yes, me. yes. Like when he spun it, usually you don't see that emblem. And I was like, when they showed the replay, it looks like oh, that doesn't look right. When they to show that to be fair, Nate. You're batting about three hundred <laughs> during the live stream, you know, you're, you're Give kind of, me my prop. You, know, hey, you, you deserve
0: it. You deserve it. You knew that it was April a bad hole right away.
3: Strikeouts. Hey, <laughs> so you're doing all right. But then
0: five minutes later, I'm like, "What is that noise?" And he's snoring in the side room <laughs> during the four p.m. So he goes and takes these naps. What a snitch, yo. so it's you know, it's kind of hit or miss on Sunday, but he nailed that because I didn't see it. I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" We're just blaming things on Ryan Tannehill. In this case, it's Ryan Tannehill's fault. And Fax was all over it.
3: And I just think about Jonathan Taylor... Uh, Anthony Richardson, all the guys that this team started with, and the big plans they had for Indianapolis. And but the plans are also and contra- but and I'm saying controversy. For them, really, for them to you know catch themselves on the fall, turn it into a breakdance move, and get yeah. up and like pump their hips a couple. Yeah, times. Yeah, they stuck the landing. This is a shame they're sticking the landing special. They might up. They might end up in the playoffs because
0: the Broncos lost yesterday. Obviously, the the Steelers lost. They're Let's just talk bolting about around. Let's dude. talk about that right now because if you're looking at the AFC North. I would have said 10 out of 10, Steelers finished better than the, the Browns. But I didn't know that the Steelers were going to lose maybe their whole season and that game in, in one fell swoop. Like, all right, people want to make the, the Steelers thing about the offense is so boring and easy to do. And you look at the, at the end of the game and they, they couldn't score with the fucking Cardinals. Okay? Gotcha. But before that injury, I thought they looked pretty decent on offense. You're still in the building phase of this new thing, and they're going down to drive five minutes to go in the second quarter. They can go up 10 3, right? Like 10 3 at the half against the Cardinals, team who's beaten some teams. Like, we know this isn't going to be a 30 to 14 day. You know, uh, if you'd have told me that the, the, the Steelers won 20 to 6, and you just repeated that half in the second half. You're saying, oh, what a day. You know, we look good. We offense looked better, the whole thing. What was the first half line? You know, I I don't know, but it was probably like three, something like that. They're about to go up 10-3 to go into the half. So, listen, they got the ball uh, to, to George Pickens early. He had like four catches before he could blink. They were running the football. There was a lot of good stuff. Third downs were bad. So that was an area that I think you got to work on if you're Kenny Pickett whenever he gets back or if you're Trubisky over the next month of the season, third downs weren't good enough. But that sequence, you know, you've got you've got a chance to go up. You're driving. You got a third and goal. Pickens goes down or Pickett goes down. And you know, in that moment I'm thinking maybe concussion protocol. I'm kind of worried about it, but I'm not like worried about it like what's come out since. You can't get in the end zone fourth and short, you get stuffed. I don't know if that's any different with Kenny because they ran the ball, what's the difference? But I don't know, maybe they have some different options they feel better about. The bottom line is now as a defense, you really have a chance to to have these guys backed up, get the ball right back and get some points before half. Atlanta Roberts goes down, he's the green dot guy. You've already lost Quan Alexander. Now you're into the bag. You're in the depth bag, and it was one third down conversion after another, and it was McBride like the whole drive. It wasn't the whole drive. There were a couple plays like there was a draw on third and six. They make it, they miss a tackle on that that goes for nineteen. Um, you know the, the, the first third down when a Landon Roberts goes down. It's he's he's the fucking he's the green dot right. You're already down a backer. Now you're down two. So what do we do? And the edge guys have been killing it. The first third down. We drop as many linebackers as possible. We're going to rush three. You know? Oh, we got some shitty guys on the field. Let's make sure they're all in coverage. We'll just put more of them out Let's there. put more of them out there. So the whole drive, and, and McBride was killing them. Broke their bag, scored twice the same drive. They fucking took it away. It came back, went right to McBride. So, like, I worry about that defense. You need to talk about the Eagles. I worry about the second level of the Pittsburgh defense. But more than anything, if you don't have Kenny Pickett, this is going to be tough, man. This is gonna be really tough. And you lost Samalu in the Mitch second got some half. Good snaps
3: I though. I mean he threw the ball seventeen times. Yeah, Kyle. Um, I'm just it, It's not like he got in there for three throws. I mean he got his feet wet. He knows that uh with a week of preparation, they'd still teams that are playing, the Steelers team, still don't know their identity on offense. Yeah. So they can you know I'm just trying to put some sugar on this pile of shit. I've been
0: putting a lot of sugar on this <laughs> this pile of shit. Now I just feel like you know, sweeping it up and throwing it in the trash. Yeah. Because I need two wins for this damn over win total. Oh. I, I don't know mm. where they I are, Kyle.
3: You literally gamble on everything.
0: Everything, <laughs> Kyle. I don't know where they are. <laughs> I can't just talk about this. Game. I don't know where they are though. Yeah. Like, like honestly, do you see two just just playoffs or not? Do you see two more wins? I see Patriots and then Bengals maybe. You got yeah, go to go two and zero here. You got to go two and zero here. This is your and they're six point favorites. Anything goes
3: in that divisional game though. They're
0: six point favorites, dude. This this week, so I guess Vegas likes them, even with Trubisky being quarterback. I figure they'll be favored against the Bengals, but you saw how close that game was, even with Kenny Pickett. If you don't win these next two games, you might miss the playoffs. What's he
3: out? Two to four weeks.
0: Yeah, but like, I don't know. It's a surgery, man. You know, like anytime they cut into you, you know, I take. Ronnie yeah. Locke cut his fucking finger
3: off and played, <laughs> buddy.
0: Yeah, but it's just a it's a digit. <laughs> Surgical. You know, it's just a digit. You don't even
3: need it. You know, Ronnie Less.
0: Unless you're, unless you're the Eagles, and you're trying to put three fingers in the Hall of Fame you know, in the dam. But, but the bottom line is, I, I worry.
3: It cuts it off,
0: and he goes to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I worry about this. I, who throws a pass first, Aaron Rodgers or Kenny Pickett?
3: These are great <laughs> questions, Chris. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> so, Joe Flacco beat all of them.
0: So that's the point. Like, that's the point. The, the Browns they lose yesterday, right? But Flacco looked all right. Like, there was a point in he this game. He looked cozy. He looked all right. He looked cozy. Now, the pick was bad, but there was a point in this game. And I don't think either of these teams, Steelers without Pickett, Browns with Joe Flacco are going places, okay? But the Browns might be able to weather the storm better than the Steelers can. Is it going to be
3: Flacco or DTR if both are available?
0: I don't know. Because my vote's Flacco. Well, you know what my vote is, too. It's Flacco. You guys want a Super Bowl. By the way he's elite. He, here's the only thing. They come out and they throw the ball like 40 times with mm-hmm. him. It's the same thing last year when he started for the Jets. Oh, all the they heat threw the he threw the ball 59 times the again. Heat so I don't know if that's the formula, right? Um, there's got to be other formulas that you can choose from besides Joe Flacco off the couch. Last week, Joe Flacco was sitting on the couch probably by a fire, tall as shit, just hanging out. Like, life's good, dude. Eating a hoagie. Rich, tall. He's sitting in Delco somewhere watching the games. He's got a fire. And then the next two weeks, you end up, oh, i got to get on a plane, go play for the Browns, third and 34 at the end of the game, getting banked into the fucking – into the, the, the goalpost by Aaron Donald. Like, how did we get here? So on one hand, it's pretty incredible that this guy came out. Let He got both tastes of the NFL. If you forgot what it feels like, that opening drive was incredible, dude. That third and 14, he hit the Cooper. I was like, oh, my God. They're gonna win the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. And then the end of the game, third and thirty-four getting binked by Aaron Donald. That's that's the duality of man there.
3: If I'm an O lineman on that team and we side Joe Flacco <coughs> and I'm on the Browns, I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna pound the rock. We're yeah. Going to pound the rock and we're gonna get him with play action shots. He's gonna turn his back and boom, he's gonna turn yeah. to the defense and make his strikes. But then you go out and you throw it that many times. Yeah. I'm like, I think I want the other guy back in there. No, I mean, I like, hate pass block. If
0: they can find a, a happy medium between what you saw yesterday and their normal operation. And the pro, the Rams, they look like a good, solid football team right now. McVay might be coach of the year. I, I can't keep track of all the coaches of the year. But he might, America's team, all the coaches of the year. Because McVay has turned this team into a team that's got a 50-50 shot. And I, I was right to say this. Because I still don't think, like, I said they should be selling, selling, selling at the beginning of this season. Them going 500 doesn't disprove that. Yeah. But them going 500 or better is pretty fucking impressive. And Sean McVay deserves a lot of credit for that. Not only to say, hey, I'm coming back to coach. And, like, you know, he was this close to not doing it last year. Obviously he's all in, and obviously he's gotten the most out of this team. They they stopped the run yesterday. The defense is standing up in some big spots. Kyron Williams looks good. So
3: it's clear to me that McVay and Stafford have, you know, that they complement one another greatly. I feel like Stafford has found the fountain of youth there. You watch him in his drop, and a lot of times you talk about throws and mobility, but just the way a quarterback looks in his drop, the activity of his feet, the The, you know, the poise that he has, Stafford looks as good physically as I've seen him look. And when he's throwing the football, yeah. it's evident that he's one of the best natural throwers of the football I- in the league. Yeah, no question. So those two guys paired together, it's scary. And, well, P- and Puka going over 1,000 yards. Um, after you know Nate pointed out to me he thought he broke his collarbone yo I,
2: he left the game with a clavicle injury and the way he was walking out i thought he was gone Yeah, gone. it's common to when people he walk reminds out me and have their Danny collarbone
0: Amendola. not in a way that like they're not the same player but when he walked off the field with that chest injury and then came back i was like it just takes <laughs> elite toughness he oh, came yeah. back was making plays how dependable the first, and fearless the first he catch he
2: he caught, the way he was getting it up the sideline, he's swinging both of his arms, where it was just like, yo, what what clavicle was just hurt? Yeah, dude,
0: <laughs> none of them. Vitamin T <laughs> took care of that. Vitamin T. So the bottom line, the bottom line, as I say fifteen times, what I'm trying to get out of a segment is that the Rams are uh, are, are good, solid team. They're a tough out. They're going to Baltimore this week, catching seven points but they played themselves in a situation where they are in it in the NFC playoff picture, and looking at that, we've already talked about Green Bay. Uh, The Rams are 50-50 at this point. Let's look at the Falcons here because the Falcons just won a rock fight fight of epic proportions. Um, It started 2-0. Hesse got blown up by a fucking DB on the goal line, and I'm like, your fullback's just getting plowed by a guy that, that wears like tight clothes to the stadium, mm-hmm. okay? That can't be happening. Um, but it happened and you find yourself down two nothing in this game and it's kind of like, damn, are we are we in for it with the Jets? But they took control of that thing. I gotta give credit uh, to that defense. I think I read this right, 21 straight drives, no touchdowns. And for a defense I thought was on death's door a couple weeks ago, that Josh Dobbs implosion to me was like, oh my God, you, you guys, not serious. Um, Jesse Bates has been huge for them. That kid, 17, has had like six sacks the last six weeks, okay? <laughs> he is balling the fuck out. There are guys stepping that up kid. for them. Yeah, yeah, there's guys
3: stepping up for them. This is the one I didn't get to watch. This is the one where I'm going through security. Well,
0: I watched this game, Kyle, and it was But ugly. I also had to work later. You don't yet. need to re-watch it, Kyle. I had
3: to work later. This fell into that. Time slot. Desmond
0: Ritter threw his first U.S. road touchdown.
3: There's a lot. There's a lot going on here. That phraseology.
0: Well, it's a real stat that people are like mad that it's real, but it's U.S. Real. road touchdown because he did it in London, right? Okay, so but the thing is, man, this is a team that's doing enough to win this division, and New Orleans at home. as good as they play down the stretch, just doesn't seem like a serious operation. I do not know what New Orleans' identity is, and I don't know how they get closer to finding an identity.
2: The Falcons
0: at least have sort of an identity, which is like, hey, we've got a quarterback who can get off the spot. We've got a run game that we can lean on. The offensive line's actually not a dumpster fire. The defense is starting to round into form a little bit again where they had some injuries and they dipped, and now they're They've playing got better. They've good guys in the right spot. And don't tell me it's just the Jets that they played, Kyle, right? Because good guys in the right spots. You said it. But, 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 you know, the touchdown thing over the last 21 drives, you could explain it away and say it's the Jets, but it's what the moment demanded. And it's also last week playing the Saints. They just put up three scores in a hurry on the Lions. So not to do this compare thing, but um, I do think the Falcons are, are – are are doing enough to win this division. And, that, and it's not much, but division's got to be won.
3: And when they have that game plan right, that offense is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, they can be fun. Like at times this Stress, year. Especially the overhead cam yeah. where they focus on just the ball and it's yeah. just Bijan like juking people out, like a dungeon crawler video game.
0: Burn the ships, man. Give him the ball a bunch down the stretch because the rookie wall has not happened. You rested him for an entire Tampa game inexplicably. He hasn't gotten as many carries as maybe some people thought. So just burn the ships, ride that guy. And for the Jets, man, you talk about Joe Flacco scoring 19 points yesterday in his debut as a Cleveland Brown, which, by the way, is that Flacco's best look? Cleveland Brown? Yeah. I think he looks great. Like I, I aesthetically? Uh, oh, yeah, for
2: sure. That's his best look. Yeah, because – yeah, Not even yeah. close.
0: That Ravens look?
2: Yeah, not for man, him. And it
0: hurts Ravens fans to hear because he won a Super Bowl with you guys. But not for him. It's also so funny to, to, that people in the AFC North now have to root for Joe Flacco mm. after those, all those years. Their baby. So, anyways, the Jets, man, if they had Flacco scoring 19 points a game, they'd be 8-4. and four. Mm. Okay, they have They have more first-quarter safeties than touchdowns. That's from Reed. Imagine
3: if they had RG3. Oh,
0: yeah. Be 12 and you saw him? Did you see him run down that fucking hill? Yeah, Dabo, Dabo beat him. What's the Pats' total week 18 when they play? Jets and Pats, twenty three. Going to say twenty eight. Seventeen. And a half, like I mean, let's see how low it can go. Um, and Kyle, to to come back to the Aaron Rodgers thing. You see the Rappaport tweet I put in in, in Gem Pop no. our group text. <laughs> I don't know if somebody can pull that up and read me the uh, the the headline. <laughs> and I don't know if somebody can get back to it. I have it, to but...
3: mute that chat on Sundays.
0: Well, listen, this is what I sent when I woke up because I read this Ian Rappaport. Anytime you see Ian Rapport or somebody write a tweet. You know, on, or Schefter on an injury like this guy was playing through a broken thumb and a thing on his way to two and a half sacks and three tackles. The guy's PR firm wrote that. Yeah, yep. and the same thing with Rappaport.
1: The tweet said it was a triumphant week for Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who returned to practice just 11 weeks after Achilles surgery, unprecedented. Yet it's still all it's still appearing unlikely that he'll play in a game during the 2023 season. My story on Rogers recovery. So somebody's Written gonna buy Aaron Rodgers.
0: Somebody's gonna tell me that I'm a hater because I'm going to say again that he's not coming back. He's not. He's not. Thank thank you. He's, Is that all he's not? not? Well, it's at this point in the season, he's not. No. He's not. Period. That's the point. No, I'm it, saying. It, no, it, whether or not they were winning or not, he's not coming he's back.
2: A, he's a like he's a clout chaser. He, oh. won the, he won the wow. That's hate. He wanted that's hate. I'm not saying all that. I'm
3: saying he's an athlete. He wants to prove his worth as an athlete. He's 40 years old. It was his birthday yesterday. There's a lot of things that he's going to prove, not only to himself but Jets fans and they. Or out I'm gonna there. go out there and prove. This. Or look. So birthday. I'm gonna take my recovery as seriously as I can. I'm gonna get back on the field, and when I do get an opportunity to feel. Hundred percent, I'm gonna dominate. It's gonna be in 2024. I cannot
0: wait to see him back on the field, Kyle. But the thing that I football's been, better and than this, and Aaron has no control over this, right? Other than maybe not throwing the ball at all or like acting like he might come back. But a lot of people jump out of the gym on this thing, and I hope it's not including the Jets and their players because like there's no false hope to be peddled here. Like let's not do this. He wasn't coming back. He's not coming back. And anybody that says he is. And and this is the thing. With that tweet, you still get the guys that are like, he's still one. Modern miracle. Where's the miracle? Yeah. It's not a miracle to talk about it. You actually gotta come back. No, I miracle. think
2: I think medically it's showing it's showing that yo, in the past, if you have injury like him that He's doing more than what we've been used to seeing at, at this 40. point. At this point in time, that's because it. it's
0: ill advised. What do you mean? Maybe. What What do I mean? I don't need. It's Which part it, of it? It's ill advised to be out there doing all this.
2: I mean, is that that's on the Jets? That's the Jets. I like know. that's on them and their but medical staff. The point staff, I've been making they've... all
0: year to you guys: so we had the hilarious six minutes, funniest segment on Greenlight, of you guys being just you dumbfounded that I would say wouldn't come back. It, the only reason we're talking about this is... Well, you're is dealing the, in
3: absolutes. He's already back at practice. You didn't have him coming back him to practice, know. at least. If I, would, if I had told
0: you that... This is not a win, Kyle. But hear me out. This is not a win. You hear it's me out, though. I understand where you're coming this is from. This it's
3: not unbelievable. This argument's great. This is great. But I'm saying, if week four, or whenever we had that conversation, mm-hmm. three weeks removed from him tearing his Achilles, if I said he'll be back at practice... You didn't say that, though. You if, said back but in a game. The, the word game. is if. You said back in a game. In a game. You guys said he'll be back in a game. But he'd have to get practice regardless Okay. Okay, I guess we're done here.
0: We got Reed great. just moved us on. That was great. This is great. <laughs> you're a it's hater. The, it's the dumbest. You're a hater.
3: No, oh, I'm a hater. Dude, you're jumping out of the gym. Yeah, I'd pump faith. I'm you're, making it if clear I was, if that we were, it's very impressive what he's done at 40 to come back and be in practice and to be moving like he has. That's all I'm saying. He's not going to play in a game. Medical it, would be, documentary, it would be ludicrous and so dumb for him to try to play in a game with the my, team not being in the playoffs. Look, medical. If they were 8-2, I would say fuck it.
2: Medical documentary yeah. with. With Dolphin sex sounds coming soon, guys.
3: Okay, I can't wait. I would say fuck it if they were a playoff caliber team. I can't wait. I can't wait. You guys were
0: trolling me earlier this year about Rodgers. Now I'm trolling you. That's all. That's where we are.
3: I got my stance. This
0: is good. All right, so Chargers and the Patriots. My God, dude. The drops. The drops in this game. (sighs) Drop it like it's hot. They won. Chargers won. But unfucking believable some of these drops late in the game it's like somebody's writing this script for the chargers chargering and they still won the game but but like quentin johnson is that the same place on the ever? field no it's admin right. jugs
2: machines
0: sure yeah i mean fuck but the bottom line is as I, as i say at the end of segments uh, the Chargers are not relevant anymore. I, like, they're only no. a team that you tie teasers to. They and, used
3: to be fun, and like, you could bet on them because their offense was explosive. And they look what great they did rushers. to the Chargers. Look what they did to my boy. Look <laughs>
0: what they did to my Chargers, man. <laughs> it was fun to root for them the last couple of years and make ill-advised picks based on their potential. And, and just say if Justin Herbert was on another team. And now it's just like, fuck, 6 nothing against the Patriots. Yeah. It's awful. So I don't have much to say about that, other than New England had to do what they had to do, and they lost.
3: Bottom line is, we're sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I got something for you, Chris. If Aaron Rodgers was on
0: the Patriots, they'd be. If Aaron Rodgers (laughs) was on the Patriots, they might win the division.
3: Chris and
2: Kyle, how much does a? Consider that a win. Hey, Chris and Kyle, how much does a pirate pay for corn?
0: Uh, Say it again. Say it again. Say how much
2: know. does a pirate pay for a court? buccaneer, dude? A buccaneer someone.
0: Is that your segue into the Bucs? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't um, even hear he the joke. You. Okay. He got me. Uh, so <laughs> he got me. <laughs> 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 Nate's the only guy that would tell somebody a joke. They answered. He says, no, gotcha. said, No,
2: I got you with the segue. <laughs> what was the second one? <laughs> the segue into oh, the, segue. Next, into the buccaneers segue. versus the Carolinas.
0: A good segue. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. We're hooked. We're (laughs) hooked.
3: I thought this was going to be it for the Carolina Panthers, Chris. So all I want to say... I thought this was the one.
0: I thought this was the one. I thought this was it. All I want to say about this, Tampa Bay, absolute hanger game. Nobody's watching this game. (laughs) And Mike Evans... It's an Area 51 game because Mike Evans is there and he's extraterrestrial. And Mike Evans going over 1,000 yards 10 years in a row. Just everything about it was... Was on brand. It was, hey, he catches an out, big, tall guy, breaks two, three tackles, <laughs> makes people miss, 70. gets an extra five hard earned yards. 70. And then he gets up, signals first down, and it's fucking let's go do it again in a He's... game that nobody's watching, maybe in a game that you're catching the ball from Baker Mayfield. Like, yeah, there have been times in his career where they've had this high flying offense, but. He's had to deal with a lot of ups and downs there and um, I also think coming back this year and being that wide receiver that everybody assumes Oh, he's not gonna be happy. He's catching the ball from Baker Mayfield. He's a fucking pro dude, and I got so much respect for the guy He's just put his head down and he said hey whenever I'm on the field. I got something to play for Well,
3: It's all been uphill since Johnny Manziel.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it has all been uphill But I, think,
4: I
3: mean with a
0: few bumps in the road he, uh, More than a few bumps
4: oh, a QBs, though. Makes it all the more impressive. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's like you know Andre Johnson with what he dealt with in Houston. Right. Uh, this is not the same, but no matter what situation this guy's been dealt, he's put his head down and worked. So I just wanted to give him some some props, and we'll give the Bucks some props, man, because the Bucks without Levante David, without Devin White, without Dean, big effort. And according to the New York Times simulator, and no matter who your team is, I can find you a simulator that will give you hope. Um, The Bucs have a 30% chance Of making the playoffs But that jumps to 53 If they win against the Falcons this week Atlanta They're at 64% They would be 85 So even the games that you're not Particularly interested in They all matter down the stretch And for the Bucs You're saying there's a chance man There's a chance Don't give Todd Bowles a chance
3: and Mike, and Mike Evans is the kind of player you can just keep throwing. at. I'm joking. You can just keep throwing at. Yeah. Mike Evans. Just keep throwing the ball. Yeah. It's like the Madden. Uh, the Madden strategy. Yeah. Ask Madden. Throw it to Mike. You Evans. don't
4: have a guy that can cover him.
3: Throw right it to though. Mike Evans.
4: All right. Kyle, let's hear from our sponsors at game time. I would love to tell you about our sponsors at
3: game time. Uh, <laughs> I would love to give you a great ad read, but I don't see an ad read in front of me. So I'm going to continue to do my announcer voice. This is how we do it in the bigs. This is how we do it every Monday with Nate and Chris here at the Greenlight Podcast. A Monday live show. Well, you shouldn't have to worry about when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Chris, I see everybody using this game time, okay? I need to get into it. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section in row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app, create an account, and use the code Greenlight for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code G-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
0: I guarantee it.
4: All right, Chris. Now you're up. Let's see if you can match that.
0: Oh yeah, I got the Miller Light moments. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take us home. Whatever you're looking forward to this football season, there's one thing that pairs well with every great moment: an ice cold Miller Light. Whether you're at the stadium playing fantasy football or watching the game at home or the bar, Miller Light is here to make your football season taste like Miller time. No matter what, no matter what team you cheer for, Kyle. I mean, it could be the freaking uh, the Patriots. Actually, it would help to drink more beer if you're a Patriots fan. There's one thing we can all agree on. Football brings us together. A connection like that deserves to be celebrated, and Miller Lite wants you to celebrate with me during the NFL Conference Championships in January. Right now, Miller Lite is going to give you the chance to win a trip for two to come hang out in the Green Light Studio. You'll fly out to Charlottesville, Virginia, and tune in to the NFL Conference Championships with me and the Green Light crew. Then you'll sit in live on a Greenlight Podcast session. Definitely. Just go to MillerLight.com slash Greenlight Sweeps to enter. And this is all delivered by Miller Light because when football's on, it's always Miller Time from kickoff till the final whistle. You can't go wrong with a Miller Light in your hand. Celebrate Miller Time with the Green Light Podcast. Go to Millerlight.com slash Greenlight Sweeps to enter for your chance to win. Wow. That was longer than uh, Packers Drive last night. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of those. Milwaukee, <clears throat> Wisconsin. It was all longer that than that. that. Jordan Love was Hanson okay oh uh, South Wacker Drive That
3: um, was longer than Lake so Michigan
0: anyways just a reminder I have sunglasses on because I'm ashamed uh, of how the Eagles played and how much money I lost in the Chiefs last night so just so you know before one of you guys gets in here is like it's unprofessional fuck off uh, I, I got on a pregame show at the Super Bowl one time you know you're going doing a bunch of pregame shows and they're running you around and we're outside it's like an outside desk And our buddy, Kurt Warner's on the column with me, my Highlander enemy, evidently. Didn't think I should have made the top 100. Don't get me started. He makes a comment about my sunglasses. Mm -hmm, He's like, what are we doing wearing sunglasses? I'm like, is that a code break to wear sunglasses on a set outside? Is it? I have no idea. It's not? I just don't have the
3: wherewithal to accessorize.
0: Anyways, I well, I was rough. It was like the night after a Super Bowl party and that sort of thing. I said,
3: you know what, Kurt? You're wrong. You're wrong. So you and Kirk got beef? That's well, Big no, beef. We
0: got, I guess we did. I have. I beef. guess we did. I'm just joking. I have beef with Kirk. Yeah, I I'm a St. Louis guy. I, I love got the Warner. Warner. I got it. Oh, he's got beef. Yeah. I got you beef guys with are
2: him. both Oh yeah. St. Louis
0: guys. You know, mm. the story we told. Go check out YouTube. Mm. The story we told about during I think the Cardinals uh, we did a Best Moments, uh, Best NFL Moments, yes. Overrated, Underrated, last week. It's on YouTube. I think people enjoy that type of thing. We'll do more. But there was a Cardinals moment that popped up, and there was a story that followed. That's the origin story of the Highlander beef. Ooh. That's really actually not a beef. Every time I see the guy, I give him a big hug.
3: In brief, you know? there was a top 100 list that Chris was on. Well deserved it. And the only player player coming out of the graphic that Kurt had an issue with being... That anyone had had an issue with. Have
0: you ever heard anybody out of a top hundred be like, that guy shouldn't be on there? Chris
3: Long doesn't belong there.
0: Bro, you're a St. Louis guy, bro.
3: That's a hater. Whoa. That's hate. That's I,
2: I had 13
0: and led the league in Precious. Yeah, talk okay? on it. Okay? Talk on that. it. Talk Standing on business here. Right, got the receipts. Okay?
2: I like it. He said he's not even a
0: top 15 DN.
2: Oh. So he was taking shots.
0: And why are you wearing sunglasses on the set, he says.
3: Both of y'all... I'm sensing a pattern. Wow. Anyways, this is in the Kurt
2: Warner
0: segment. It's a, it's about the best flight, worst flight, the Bevel Conway. The, Kurt, these
3: were made yeah, from time. recycled plastic grocery bags.
0: Exactly, dude. <laughs> you probably killed a turtle with what you got on. A fucking sea turtle somewhere. Yeah, you're right. You know
3: what I mean? So all I right. got best flight, worst flight and all that? Yeah, jazz? let's do it. Okay, welcome to the Miller Light Mentions Moments. MLM all I know is acronyms here best flight San Francisco flying home from Philadelphia it's a little bit chalky here but proving yourselves on the road in the most raucous road environment in football it's a long flight but the memories you make on a plane ride after these kind of wins they last a lifetime everybody on that plane's got a nice bag on something um, and there's a lot of laughs I'm sure I don't even know if that game hurt as we know that yak that yak is probably going around that's
2: illegal what what to drink on NFL property, that's including the team play. Okay, that's what they say. Nate,
0: okay. he's Moving on. Get you. Moving on, he's like Smokey the Bear for team playing. <laughs> best, <fight. laughs> uh, best flight, best uh, flight,
3: level of high today. <laughs>
0: best flight, best flight, man. I, I don't know. I I, I, I couldn't get here. Couldn't get here. Don't have
3: a best flight. Let's do worst flight. Worst flight. I got a worst flight. Colts
0: got the best flight. Short. Great. Post overtime. See? Early game. See? Colts got the best flight. Worst
3: flight. Denver taking the flight back. I want you to really think about this. When you play in Houston, Houston's down there in Texas. It's not very high in terms of altitude. I think it's at sea level, maybe like 50 feet above. Um, You got to take off. So, I mean, hear me out. You have to go uphill the entire time. Usually, you go up and then you go back down. Yeah, on a plane. you
2: just, you just. Say,
3: well, you're going to literally be landing a mile in the sky coming back from this game, relative to where they took off from. Uh, it's kind of a trip to think about. Think about how much more fuel they burn just going uphill the whole time. Greg. And think we about, all know
0: most problems happen on descent and takeoff. So if you cut one of those out, at least it's safer. Safer. Think flight. about
3: there's no how descent. bad how bad your ears pop. People are going to say, "Kyle, you're so <laughs> stupid," and but I'm going to say, "You're actually, but stupid. I'm right. We're joking." Uh, right. He might be serious.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, worst flight. Golly, I, I, feel, I still feel like it's the Chargers, man. There's nothing like. There's nothing worse than that game and getting on a plane, and having to go across the country and be like, "Hey, we're out of it." Oh my coach! And, didn't get fired. <laughs> and like, is this the well, day you could land in
3: Fresno? It's nice to land at John Wayne.
0: Yeah, sure, but six not six nothing against the Pats. That's bad, dude. That's bad ball.
3: Um, what do we got now? We've got Bevel the Bevel Conway Award. It's going to be last night, Sunday Night Football. Patrick Holmes and the Icy Go. Whites, first time at Lambeau. And then you've got the classic Green Bay jersey. And every time they showed the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Jordan Love triple box where they showed them throwing and getting off that back foot, man, it was pretty. Yeah, it was a Great the, job. Shout out to that NBC production crew. You, you
2: see the Jordan Love cheese costumes, the costume yes. that people had on. It was the cheese and, like, instead of, like, the, the classic Swiss cheese holes, it was hearts for love. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, I was busy screaming.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the thing is, you know, you knew early they were going to win that game. I didn't. I, mean, I was just. There's
3: a reason I stayed awake. Kate was like, "Let's go to bed." At the end, oh. when it was like, you know, six go, minutes left, Pat, I said, "It's go. Patrick." Just with a
0: minute. Just didn't feel good, Kyle. That's the thing. If they can't get, and they almost fucking did it. You got to give Pat the ball more. It was just a long time to be on defense. All right. So, anyways, um, Bevel Conway. The bottom line is the Bevel Conway Award <laughs> goes to uh, the Chargers. And, the, bottom
3: and, be- Conway, <laughs> yeah, the bottom line,
0: Bevel Conway. Yeah, bottom line. Is the Chargers and the Patriots got the Bevel Conway for me. I mean, like, I I know last night was beautiful, but imagine they played that game on grass, how good that matchup would have looked. The throwback Patriot uniforms and the Chargers uh, all-whites with the gorgeous colors and such.
3: Anti-Bevel Conway? Deontay Johnson, a week after being the Hollow Man, celebrating a touchdown down 15 points in the fourth quarter. Hold on a minute, player. What are we doing, player? I don't know, man. Do you run over there and stop him from celebrating? What if What if they just tap? They just him? like uh, <laughs> they straight jacket him. I don't know, bro. Uh,
0: ugly game, ugly game, ugly game. I'll tell you what the ugliest uniform matchup of the uh, season was. Oh yeah, uh, anti-Bevel Conway uh, or of the week was uh, Seattle and fucking and uh, Dallas. No, Not because no. Seattle's uniforms weren't awesome. But because that game was terrible to watch, I think watching, I like rock fights, too much scoring, also... It was a it, boulder fight. One of the worst games, a tv presenting game. I know some people are like, no, that stadium's beautiful. It's not. It's fucking a big aluminum thing, and there's no soul in that place. And you can feel it on TV. It's monochromatic. I don't like in too about many Seattle, Seattle, Dallas Seattle? at the at Dallas, okay. at Dallas. The game was in yeah, Dallas yeah, yeah. Thursday, and the flags. That's ugly. I don't need to see all that. Clean.
3: It feels too uh, yeah monochromatic. Too I had clean, more like fun. a hospital.
0: Yes, I had more fun watching sterile, sterilized. I had more fun watching Chicago, Seattle is soulless
3: as well. Yeah, but Seattle it's Seattle reminds me of those. Uh, it's remember, better. It's remember outside. Remember in Apocalypto where they were rolling guys' heads down the staircases? You think it reminds That's you? That's like Seattle.
0: It reminds you of Apocalypto when because they're Because they, you know,
3: past the end zone, you've got that really steep incline with mm-hmm. that one cutout that just
0: you don't want to walk up those things. They, they throw. They, they, roll the, they
3: roll the flag down that thing. The sacrifices
0: oh. were okay, but do not walk up it. Do not, they were cutting people's heads off on these things, but do not walk So when up. you
3: said soulless, my first thought was like the the pyramids.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Seattle's outside. The only gripe I have about the Seattle vi- vista on TV is the turf is like gray. You know, if you actually, yeah, that's the bottom line. All right, let's get to Hollow Man.
3: Hollow Man, for me, uh, Dre Greenlaw's punch. So. I laughed, <laughs> and I really enjoyed the slow-mo Dom face cam. Dom yeah. didn't even barely flinch. It was like, <laughs> like, and then he was like, hey, you yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this yeah. is the most Italian interaction. Uh, Just missed him.
0: Hollow <laughs> man, Dre Greenlaw looking over his shoulder the next six weeks because <laughs> a guy with an Italian flag on the side of his hat. Yo. Who seems to command the, the respect of an entire city <laughs> you got They have films
3: of him getting off of buses. Oh,
0: with the Meek uh, music in the background?
3: Unbelievable. <laughs> Big Dom out on the field breaking up fights. They say, bus exit, hashtag fresh. Tum-o, and then they tum-o, see tum-o, him walking around before
2: the game, tum-o. and they're like, pregame vibes. What yeah. song were you just trying to do the It's of the
0: Meek Mill or... song. <laughs> <laughs> and the Rick Ross. is that, I'm, I'm a, a boss. boss. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a boss. <laughs> do, 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 do. How would you do it? It sounds just like the song, Nate. Every time that song comes on, Dre Greenlaw. Look, I'll
2: be riding through my own hood. <laughs> No whip, Dre
0: Greenlaw is gonna be. Drake Greenlaw is gonna. They're gonna be doing stretch, and the Stone Cold music
3: comes on. And oh my God, Dom, that's Dom's music. Dom walks out of the
0: fucking <laughs> San Francisco indoor, and he's
3: got to see him. I think it's Frank Sinatra that plays. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, okay, Hollow Man. Uh, me.
0: Yeah. Me. Yeah. The Chiefs are gonna win the game. Uh, let's not worry about the Chiefs. Hollow Man. Me. Um, Hollow Man. No, honestly, Hollow Man. I'm gonna go. Um, Hmm, hollow man.
2: Hmm, hmm, hmm.
0: The holder. Yeah, Yeah, Tannehill could get it. The whole linebacking core for the Philadelphia
3: Eagles. (laughs) And and Ryan Tannehill, sure. Yeah, hollow man, hollow man. St. Louis Memorial slash Frank Gore Award. It's going to be a two-way tie. Nico Collins, Sam Laporta guys stepping up in a big way for their quarterbacks. He was awesome yesterday. One, I think it was 190 for Nico Collins, 191, and then Laporta had what, like 150, 160, something like
0: that. Yeah, I've got a tie too, Kyle. Uh, I'm going to give this to uh, the guy in New Orleans who probably had a compound fracture who was doing the chains. Nick Piazza. It was like Nick <gasps> Pia- Nick Piazza. <sighs>
3: Yeah, dude. His. If you retweeted that, if you quote tweeted that, if you put the injury from that, guy, you're your shit bag. You're going to hell.
0: Same with all these accounts now. That and you know who you are. You know who you are. And Greenlight will never do this. Stop sharing compound fractures on my timeline. So you get. So you get clout. Stop doing it. Stop get. Stop reaping the impressions of injuries where I see a guy's leg sideways. If I see it on accident or if I seek it out then fine, but some of these aggregator sites, like it's not worth it. I'm looking at you sideways, okay? Uh, So this guy, this poor guy, whatever we can do for you, all right? What's his name?
4: Nick Piazza. Nick,
0: we were heartbroken to see your leg snap in half on the side of it. You were leg broken, we were heartbroken. We were heartbroken. Yeah, Kyle, I I feel bad for the guy, and nobody asked this morning how he's doing. I want to ask you how you doing.
3: Also, also... Kind of hurts.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does. You see? You see our point now. <laughs> you see our point. That can happen to us any any time. I'm so sorry. I feel horrible time. Form. Yeah. But He's any He's gonna time. be taken care of. He's gonna be taken care of. He we has hope. to be. All right. Speed round through the. No, corners. no. I didn't say Puka Nakua. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Puka Nakua out there playing with a caved. Clavicle, uh,
3: Best seat in the house slash Donna Kelsey award. The Kay. Alabama Bars when the college football playoff was announced. I just know we've come so accustomed to being at the top uh, with the Roll Tide crew uh, and in the dance at the end. It just feels good. It feels right. I do feel terrible for Florida State. In what world does an undefeated Power 5 team not get into the playoff? Mm. It's uh, In this one. In a vacuum, that's criminal. But I understand mm. the quarterback situation. Yeah. So for them, you've earned it. Uh, go play Georgia. Go beat them. And you can be your own little UCF national it's
0: chance. a fun idea because nobody's wrong because there's no objective like it's an interesting argument unincluded like people are going to argue all week <laughs> and it doesn't no one can win the argument
2: i got one oregon ducks we oh. see, seeing that they have to play liberty university the on yeah. on new year's at 11 a.m so it ruins your new year's eve and then oregon ducks versus the liberty cucks take 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 liberty okay <laughs> it's new year's it's a new year's bowl the fucking Oregon
0: guys, they're all into <laughs> girls and alcohol ah, and like and, and all this yes. and distractions. You know yep. what Liberty's into? God.
3: They drink and, wine and at covering church, covering the spread, <laughs> and they go to a lot of church. They're going to cover this hot take. Cal- they're probably drunk.
0: They could be at communion all week. They're not going to be as drunk as the Oregon guys. We carb loaded. I, I got I got the Liberty whatever on the, the body is. of the of Christ. All
3: right, so uh,
0: worst seat in the house. So so we're we're best seat and worst seat in the house anywhere at the Houston Texans game. Houston, we, you have a small problem. Which is that you're not showing up to these games. I don't did you see this the the, the view of the stadium? Mm-hmm. So people can put it on a lot of things. It looked
3: like the Carl Smith Center.
0: I'm not talking to every Houston fan. I'm not saying you have to be at the game, but your mm-hmm. fan base has to have seventy thousand people that can show up and cheer on CJ Stroud and this. I've seen, I've seen your Meg do with the,
3: with the candy paint, swinging lax, you guys show up fifty thousand deep, but you know, CJ Stroud wants to make a playoff run and everybody probably, is all of a sudden going to church on Sunday. They <laughs> gotta pay
2: Meg the Stallion. They gotta pay Meg the Stallion. Stallion to the games. You gotta have Megan the Stallion there. I think that'll put some put some people in the stands, some asses in
0: seats. Put some something. Sure. All right. Well, um, fly on the wall. (laughs) Fly on the wall. Um, Fly on the wall. What's going on with the Jets? What are they gonna decide to do? You know, (laughs) like what what, what are we doing? Trevor Simeon, Boyle. It almost feels like Zach Wilson's better. What are we doing? Might be. Are you going to draft a quarterback? That's a big question. Fly on the wall. What's going on in New York? Because now you're in this big sandwich of bunch of Where are they going to pick? Who, who looks less likely to win a game, uh, the Jets or the field? Like I, I'm just telling you, watch those games yesterday. If you had no knowledge of the football teams and you were just zapped from outer space and you were like, who's the worst team on the field? It's probably the Jets and the Pats. And the Pats have a head start on them. But you could be picking in the top two, three, maybe in the Alabama flag just fell down off the wall with no warning. That's, That's a bad they're sign. That's a bad sign. You gotta bet whoever they're playing.
2: Like I said, Michigan's gonna roll Michigan. tide them.
0: Oh, you gotta bet God. Michigan. Oh, no. um, is that so the bottom, in your hair? The bottom line, guys, is uh, is uh, is is I don't know what the fuck the Jets are doing. I don't know what the Jets are doing. Are you drafting a guy? Or are you going to run it back with Aaron? Or are you just going to draft a position player? Because when Aaron retires in a year and rides off in the sunset after a great year, what are you going to be? You know, it's a lot of eggs to put in this basket.
3: Uh, what else we got here? Flying on the wall, Patriots locker room after it's a Done. MVP. A loss. That's what I did. Game ball, Kyle Shanahan.
0: Okay. Go. MVP. MVP. Uh, me. MV, you, yeah, MVP uh, Brock Purdy yesterday. He had the best game and the biggest game. Uh, you know, that team, there was a lot that went into that besides just Brock Purdy, but you got to give him his credit.
2: And I have a uh, Little Caesars ad. facts did
0: you have a viral moment?
2: I do have a viral moment. My viral moment, facts viral moment of the week is going to Eme Adoka. That's how you say it? Adoku. Adoka, what? Adoka, yeah. Adoke Is it Adoka? He just changed it. is it really? Adoka. 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 Adoka,
3: Ime Adoka,
2: Ime Adoka, <laughs> versus LeBron James and them having a verbal back and forth where um, Ime calls LeBron a bitch, and LeBron tells him don't yeah. use that word so
3: lightly, so loosely,
2: so loosely. Is
3: that what was said?
2: Yes, yeah. that and that they
3: said, quit bitching and get out and play. And, and then gotta, and then, and then
2: LeBron and then he said back to LeBron, "What are you gonna do about it?" And well, then like it, it got kind of like. They were going to get into well, a fist at all. No, he no. didn't. And that's why I think they called the techs. Because <laughs>
3: they like, they're like, they're going to fight if we don't.
2: But, like, as I was talking with Matt before this, I think it's funny Just the thought of maybe some like disdain some older basketball, like retired guys might have seeing LeBron LeBron, who's a new NBA still doing it starting while you've been through the reins to become a head coach and you're still competing and losing against him. That that's probably a crazy feeling. All right, Monday
0: night football. Uh, after I get through this Little Caesars ad read. Monday is still game day, and game day is the perfect pizza day. So make Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Order online during our Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day Sunday. To have your NFL game day covered, choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick what toppings you crave. It's a pizza pizza win. And speaking of winning, Kyle, everyone scores. Everybody scores with a convenient delivery, or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends, order your Little Caesars, and enjoy during the games.
4: Real quick, who you guys got tonight? Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Under Jacksonville minus nine and a half. Yeah, under in Jacksonville.
2: I got Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, two anytime touchdowns. Chances
0: are I probably just make a really ill-advised Jacksonville bet, like for a lot.
1: Duval. Duval. Thanks, everyone, in the chat. Appreciate it. Go football. Take care. Have a great week.